Watch it in one piece. We are! Welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece, an anime rewatch podcast for the Rubber Boy anime called One Piece. My name is Joe. I'm joined as always by Jory. How are you, Jory? Um, you know. All things considered? My, my favorite thing in life is to, uh, I don't know, about a week ago before recording this podcast, I watched a friend of mine get pepper sprayed by uh, the National Guard. And then I go to watch a show about <laughs> people breaking into a prison <laughs> and trying to get the, trying to get his brother out and uh, totally uh, not uh, over, like, bad guys in this prison who uh, use excessive force. Mm-mm. There isn't a guy who is locked away in the jail for for using two excesses of force. <laughs> Can you imagine being so bad that a literal poison man says too toxic? Too toxic for this environment. <laughs> yeah, no, there's there there's nothing timely about this episode whatsoever. As, uh, as we continue our our journey into Impel Down, this is a podcast we make about a fun cartoon that we watch to escape real real life it's just i just every day since i've seen the tweet where of a clip from angry video game nerds earthbound episode it's just he describes the recent protests in america it's like and then there's cops trying to fight children and then you're dealing <laughs> then you're dealing with kkk members that worship the color blue <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good tweet clip that i've seen float around <laughs> fucking the simulation is breaking underneath us all that being said welcome back to the very lighthearted podcast we do about uh cartoons there's there's this episode's gonna be either the best of the podcast or the worst uh because of all the things that we get to cover uh but before we get into any of that i don't know if we talked about how good the opening is last time because we got a new opening recently it's very good the 12th opening. It was like mid-episode one when the uh, yeah. opening was like mid-chunk. Mid, mid-chunk. Mid-chunk, no Captain Chunk. We, <laughs> there's a lot of um like animated manga, like panels and spreads in the first yeah. half of this opening that I just, I'm such a sucker for that shit. Cause, and it's also like, you can tell it's different because it's so true to the manga style and not the anime style. Yeah. Also, the song's a banger. It's way too upbeat for this arc. It's uh, and this what, and this moment in my life, frankly. The the song feels like um, uh, I I I believe I mentioned this uh when we talked about Gunbuster, but most of what I've watched in anime is just what if we got cute girls who had a weird hobby, and then <laughs> I'm like, sure, I'll watch them sit around and talk about fucking airsoft guns for twelve episodes. Why not? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's that's usually what what I like to watch and stuff is just goofy slice of life, no drama, uh, hardly even jokes. It's just like cool. I get to hang out with them while they <laughs> talk about dumb stuff. The first half of this opening seems to posit that's what One Piece is, and the second <laughs> yes. half is Ace being taken to be executed and Nazi saluting, <laughs> like like on beat with a cheerleader cheer. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, yeah, also there's a bit where Luffy's like running to the left of the screen and he's like reacting to whatever's happening behind him in like a, I don't know, a tiny little cute stuff. 
I like most One Piece openings. Yeah. My favorite's still 18, so eventually we'll get there. I think mine is by, is uh, the one during uh, Water Seven. Uh, Crazy Rainbow? No, the uh the one at like the start of it that shows like Luffy and Usopp fighting and like uh Kaku like jumping and stuff. Oh yes. The one the that basically Kaku just shows the, good. the whole everything that happens inside of Water Seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, yeah, One Piece has good openings. Cause I think that was I think that might have been the first one when they stopped having endings. It might be. Yeah, because I or it was Crazy Rainbow Rain, Rainbow star maybe i think that's the one title. of those I don't know. two i yeah eventually they were just like make longer openings and not have endings i frankly i think i support i i, I really like that about one piece maybe it's, i've just been indoctrinated for so fucking long but yeah i think i think 18 is still my favorite but i don't know the one that i'm i'm not i shouldn't say watching right now but the one that i'm at right now in whole cake is also very good i just I'm just too much of a fan for Dressrosa in general. And maybe one day we'll get there on this podcast. Speaking of this podcast and the pace at which it moves, I almost forgot to mention that we hit our Patreon goal. Oh, yeah, we did. We some uh, What if you wanted to take a full year to get through Marineford, but your podcast listener said, here's $100? <laughs> that happened. And our plan will probably... I don't know. If, well, I guess we can just say it now. Our plan is to do... One episode in July, even though we've technically hit that goal now, uh, because we're building a buffer such that we can actually do that starting next month. Um, so this is our July episode, and then next month we will both finish Impel Down and start... Well, actually, I think there's like a... I think there's something else before the next arc technically starts. Um, but I'm going to post our schedule up on the Patreon, and yeah, there's well, we're looking forward to it. Uh, but thank you listening for supporting the patreon uh we're gonna start getting more and more creative with uh patreon episodes since we ran out of commentaries we did our boa hancock one last month which was somehow fucking talked for an hour about who would be susceptible to boa hancock's power and uh, i think we we were talking about doing uh, uh an episode this month on ranking the the openings that we had seen so that's 12 the first 12 uh is, is up to this one but yeah, everything there is at the one dollar level, uh, and thank you to everyone who has backed it. We'll we'll plug all their names at the end of the episode, as always. But all that being said, we should probably start talking about Impel Down now. It's probably a good idea. Derailed us to talk about the the cute cute opening. If we remember last time, Luffy died. Yeah, and the, and the show ended. <laughs> <laughs> but now we're gonna talk about nine more episodes. <laughs> Well, it's like, um, so, uh, this is something that I wanted to bring up real quick with One Piece. Yes. So, I played through, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 th- because of Xbox Game Pass. Nice. And if you're, if you're concerned about spoilers on a year and a half old game, skip ahead, like, three, four minutes. But, uh, my, because, because I've watched, like, 450 episodes of the show, my brain can't not relate things to it. And, uh, a thing that... One piece does is it there's always the like post arcs where it's just like, all right, a bunch of shit just happened. We gotta like cool off and introduce more stuff. And Red Dead Redemption 2 did that where at the end of the main story, character dies, and then you play the epilogue as the main character from the first one, because Red Dead Redemption 2 is a sequel, well prequel. So like I just found it really interesting that 
all the crazy shit with the main character that's done and over with. So now you transition to a different character, and then it's just like nice happy time with all all of his yeah. missions. Like <laughs> that's great. <laughs> There's like a several episode stretch where Luffy isn't really doing anything uh yeah. it, in in this chunk of episodes, and I that's the thing I really like about both Impel Down and spoilers. Uh, the rest of the Marineford arc is just like you kind of spend a lot of time where Luffy isn't involved <laughs> um and it, it works like i think one piece just has such a strong ensemble not just in the straw hats but in like you know we're 400 over that you were like 450 episodes basically and we are so invested in the world and these other characters and impel down especially i think is strengthened by the entire not the entire but like the majority of the cast being people who we remember from previous arcs and some that are being introduced at the same time. And I don't know, it just, it works uh, really, really well. And as always, I, I have to drag Stampede for fucking it up and trying to do the exact same thing and fucking it up. So goddamn bad. Holy shit. Um, I do not like that movie. <laughs> uh, but I love Impel Down and revisiting Impel Down has continued to remind me of just how good that stuff can be when it is given the proper, like, weight and context and, uh, and frankly, I think motivation, I think the fact that Luffy is trying to to rescue his brother really trumps that, like, yeah, no, he'll do really anything he has to do at this point. And it just kind of yeah. like, you're you're just on board. Impel Down works because we are on board. We are 400 episodes in this fucking anime. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so he died last time. Uh, Magellan killed him. Uh, we see him being dragged down to the fifth level. The I think that's the, the frozen level is five. Yeah. We, we there is a night like before when we were on level four. The assumption was that there was only five levels and Ace was on the bottom one, and now we're on a new level <laughs> called five that is frozen and is very visually not where Ace is. We learn in a little bit that there's just a secret six level for uh, I don't know the worst of the worst, and that's where Ace is. Uh, but yeah, so Luffy's being dragged down there. Some people in cells comment on like, well, he looks like he's definitely dead if, you know, he's covered in poison. We see Magellan go back up and see that uh, Hanyable fucking failed um, at, at protecting this, um, this gate. I love this scene. I actually kind of like this. Is, I forgot that this played out the way that it did. So it was very fun. But he like is like, oh, sorry, I, I got beaten up by, a, a, I don't even remember his actual words, but he. He's a, he's saying someone very strange and weird, uh, which of course means he's talking about uh, Bon Clay Mister Two, and they're like, "Yeah, you should go try to catch them." And he basically says, "Like, I'm gonna take in these two prisoners uh, for questioning, and it's Buggy and Galdino, Buggy and Mister <laughs> Mister Three." Uh, and he dragged them into a room for questioning, and then surprise, Hannibal is Mister Two the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> And I completely forgot about that the fact that he did that. It's like, oh yeah, he has a devil fruit power. I forgot. <laughs> it's just what he can't use in fighting, really. Yeah, it is exclusively for this shit. Although he did use it when he fought Sanji, by just because Sanji cannot hit women. <laughs> uh but he, he goes on to give this speech to Buggy and Galdino about how he'll do anything to save Luffy. He says in the dub that he will die like a dog, 
uh, and I you you had sent me a different screenshot of the subtitles sure saying um, I think dog or queer is it's a uh, I don't care if we die like dogs or queers and there is something in this chunk of episodes where I was noticing where whenever it's someone referring whenever it's like um, someone referring to Ivankov's title or like Bon Clay just using it or like someone who's not like a, a complete bad guy saying it, it doesn't really seem bad. But then when it's just random prisoner saying it or random prison guard saying it, it sounds like a slur <laughs> in the yeah. context that they're using it. <laughs> Absolutely. Which is, I think, common. And I and I, that's that's a common thing, I think, for media, where it's like, who is saying it? Is it yeah. meant to be derogatory? Who's in power? Just because people in the text are saying that doesn't immediately mean that the text is saying that like yeah like, oh yeah like Ivankov's a good guy they do good things they help luffy and the people who say bad things about them are bad <laughs> like yeah they are, they are owning those terms all that being said it's very man and dress trope um very like it's Ivankov is directly inspired by frankenfurter from hmm, i'm not uh, sure why you say that <laughs> <laughs> uh well it, it, it's it's weird like it's all played for like comedy and jokes and i think it's like only sometimes rubs me the wrong way with Ivankov. like i think on the last episode i talked about how like oh i just pieced together how gross bon clay's power actually is when i thought about it critically so because <laughs> it, it goes into like the the whole tricking people aspect and, and fear of of trans people yeah um, and obviously, you know, I, I po I'm not caught up with, uh, with One Piece's manga or story or anything, but I do think it's very, uh, wild that we are covering Impel Down and all these characters while Wano is doing, um, redacted gender stuff that people feel very, very good about. I, I do think, like, again, I'm not caught up, so I can't speak for it for myself, but it kind of seems like maybe Oda's, like, redeeming himself. <laughs> Uh, which I mean, when you make a singular piece of art for 20 fucking years, you're bound to, you know, be on two very different sides of a particular political idea at two different points in that time. But, uh, all that being said, it, yeah, I, I like, I like the Ivankov and Bond play stuff, like, mostly. I, it's like their designs are, like, kind of funny and jokey, and I, and I I'm very, like, I, I squint at it more often than I say it's bad, is the thing. It's like this weird gray area. And I, I think part of that comes from, like, yeah, all the people who say bad stuff are bad. So, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're cool. Ivankov's cool. It's like, yeah. it, it's, it's so clear. And we'll talk about their actual introduction in a little bit. We're, we're, we're skipping ahead to it. But it, it's so clear that Oda either doesn't fucking understand anything about trans people or is, it's, it's so exaggerated that I find it funny anyway. Like, if if Ivankov's power was written by a trans person, it would be fucking hilarious. It's just, it wasn't. It was written by a cis dude who clearly doesn't understand how a lot of things happen. But, like, it's... I don't know. It's, like, it's not... It could be... I, I still find it interesting anyway. Um, And it's so absurd, and I also wish that power is real and that they could <laughs> use it on me. Particularly, we'll talk about a character named Inazuma that I find fascinating. Yeah. But uh anyways, yes, Luffy is dragged to this fourth level. Uh Mr Mr. Two says he'll die like a dog for Luffy. Um there's a long exchange actually where 
with, with Buggy where he's like, why would you do that? Like, why don't we just get out of here? You're so close to getting out of here. Um, and he's like, well, because Luffy's my friend and that's enough. <laughs> that's like all I need. Yeah. And they're just like, like they just can't wrap their head around that. <laughs> it's it's so I, I love just how how devoted he is to Luffy, despite like minimal interactions. <laughs> But, yeah, and, like, weirdly, I'm completely on board. Like, I don't feel like they needed more time. No, like, it's it's one of those things where, just, like, with what they've shown us, I feel like because they had that fun introduction to each other, that's why they can be on such a good basis now. If, like, they met at, like, a clash in Alabasta, and that's the first time they met, they probably wouldn't be good friends. Because it had that fun, like, they fished him up, and they just had that fun, like, yeah. hey, look at my tricks, and, like, Luffy and them were, like, clapping along, like. Yeah, very, fun. very fun interactions with Bond Clay bookend <laughs> Alabasta, and, you know, it, he goes out on a note where he's like, I, you know what, I feel bad for being involved in that villainous plot, y'all are nice, it was just a job for me, I'm gonna do this last thing to, to protect for you, to protect you. And then now he's like, he's still like, he has spent even more time with him now here, sees his resolve to save Ace and is like, I, I gotta, I gotta save him. I, you know what? It's, it's so worth it. And I think all of their interactions will continue to like solidify how great they are um, and how like they respect each other uh, in, in a really nice way. Uh, and, and, and also in a way that we really only have seen with straw, like straw hat crew members. Like we don't, like, I really love how Impel Down sees not main characters form a new ensemble around Luffy and how they all bounce off of him really, really well. Like, last time we mainly saw Buggy and, and, and Galdino, who are now going to be doing their own side plot for all of these fucking nine episodes. We keep checking in on them because they're still in the prison. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I love... I like Impel Down. Some people don't like it. There's a lot... Of, I was watching this on Funimation, and, God, the comments were a fucking... Cesspool. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, especially on the the Ivankov ones. I, I, it doesn't bother me. It's just it's shoved in my face. Ew. I don't know. It's like even 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 when they are joking, like like jokey, meant to be funny looking characters, these fucking incels online are still like too much queerness for me. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's the the goalposts are constantly moving. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Bond Clay's resolve is great. Um, he tries to get some antidote made, disguised as as Hannibal, doesn't work. Immediately goes back to Buggy Galdino. It's like, well, <laughs> shit. Uh, Luffy's gonna stay dead. <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah, I kind of I. I, I, I hope someone has written a fan fiction at some point based on your pitch from last week's episode, where at this point the story breaks and it's just Bon Clay pretending to be Luffy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish, surely someone, someone has written that or they should now. But he remembers the character that we've been talking about this whole time, uh, Eva Chan, or Eva, which is short for Ivan Kov, uh, Emporio Ivan Kov. Uh, he says that he's a miracle worker. He can save anyone. He can even save a dying country. <laughs> this is a lie that uh, we we get the context for actually within these nine episodes. But uh, he's gone missing. Bon Clay's plan is to take these two prisoners down to the lower level, disguised as Hannibal, and he's asking these guards like, 
hey, what about this prisoner? What about Ivankov? Where are they? Their names crossed off this list of prisoners. Did you see Panda Man was on the list of prisoners? I sure did see Panda Man's on that <laughs> list of prisoners. And he does show up in the later scene. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I, I think uh, we might have already passed it, but I know that Impel Down is where the JoJo reference is in One oh. Piece. There's a random prisoner with a Joe Star like star tattoo on his neck. Oh, neat. That's fun. <laughs> I, I, th- I think we might have already passed it, but I just remember that like, like that's when it happens as Impel Down. That's fun. Even though I think only one jo- Oh, there's two JoJo's that have been in prison. I was gonna say- I forgot that fucking part six takes place in a prison for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like father, like daughter. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> When they immediately brought up, yeah, there's there's certain prisoners who just disappear. I was like, that's they they have like a secret like there's someone whose power can like go into walls or something mm-hmm. like uh Bluno, and they have like a fun like not prison prison area. I immediately yeah. was like, there's no way that there's something scary. <laughs> oh yeah, of course not. I think it would be neat if it was power related, but I think that might make the rest of this arc too easy. <laughs> uh so it's just like secret tunnels and shit yeah but uh yeah and and ivan has been missing for a couple years i think they say that's crazy like (laughs) the highest security that's what they said yeah and just like the highest security prison in all the land it's just like yeah sometimes we just lose people (laughs) yeah you know well it's 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 funny too because it all kind of leans back on like we're not gonna tell anyone we're incompetent like yeah our whole like the the illusion of police power is pageantry so we we have to it's it's there's a scene in logan lucky that's the same thing too where it's like we can't actually call for help because we don't want anyone to know that we don't have control so we're just gonna let them riot it's like cool great i love it uh but yeah so people just fucking go missing in this prison uh ivan cobb included so that's a little mystery we get to hold on to for like an episode and a half, basically. Um, and we get down to this next level. Frozen Hell is, is the fifth level. And I love this setup where the guards are like, All right, Hannibal, we'll take all of your coats because you always show how strong you are by going into the Frozen Hell with no coats. It's so weird. It's like, I can't imagine actual Hannibal doing that at any point. <laughs> but it weirdly, like, they, they just... I don't know, the whole kind of setup of this section is uh, <laughs> them being cold. So they, yeah. they, take, they take his coats, they take the prisoners' <laughs> coats, and shove them out into, into frozen hell, where they fight some wolves. This is another translation thing for Bon Clay in this fight, too. Oh, there is? I don't know what the subs say, but the dubs uh, says he, will, he, he goes up to fight these wolves from the frozen land, and he's like, I, uh, he says, I won't die like a dog or a man or at all. Uh, and he says that he will show off his power that transcends gender. <laughs> uh, I must have missed it if they said something weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no idea what the subs say, but that he, he claims that his power transcends gender. Uh, because the gayer you are in One Piece, the better you can kick. That is canon. <laughs> uh, anyways, he immediately forgets <laughs> And just kind of stays there, and then we <laughs> get a bunch of, like, slapstick with Buggy and Galdino trying to stay warm, uh, rubbing each other. It doesn't work. And the last section of this episode is Luffy trying to move and basically being dead, trying to get out of the cell. Some prisoners saying that, like, oh, you can't, 
you're got you're done for. Nobody's gonna come save you. It's everyone for themselves in here. Uh, I wrote down that the, the the prisoner is explaining how the system pits everyone against each other because if they rise up, they will be able to to like actually team up and overpower those in power. And as he's trying to explain this and and keep Luffy from trying, a mysterious figure walks up with keys in hand, and it's Bon Clay, shirtless because he chose a basically naked person to impersonate. And that's that episode. That's four thirty seven. 438 starts with uh, Buggy and Galdino trying to escape the wolves. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, none of this is on the manga, because it's just so, like, running around slapstick. They make a candle house, and then the wolves come from inside the candle house. <laughs> they dig under. The, like... It's so good. I-, I thought when they were like, the wolves are gone, I thought they walked onto, like, an ice lake or something, and they were going to fall into, like, frozen water. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know. I guess, like, below them would be the mystery secret lair, but yeah, that'd be very funny. But then, uh, then, then that's kind of the end of it is them, like, they get attacked by the wolves and then we cut away. <laughs> yeah. And then we see Bonclay trying to, uh, find, uh, Eva just dragging Luffy's corpse around in a wagon. Uh, some prisoner tells him that if he goes through the forest, he can find Eva because he's, he's like, I once saw some weird person just dancing out there. That must be Eva. Um, and Bon Clay's like, okay, great. And goes into the forest. <laughs> and another prisoner's like, but wait, aren't there wolves out there? And then the first prisoner laughs. And you're like, oh, no, he wasn't being helpful. I can't believe it. I can't believe this bad guy would be a bad <laughs> guy. Because cause that's, the, that's the part where... Um, in the subtitles, he refers to him as a fairy, mm. which is such a weird choice. I think mine, I know there, I think it was Twinkle Toes in mine. Because they, they used Twinkle <laughs> Toes a couple times they, in these episodes. Said, but one of the times. at one point, too. I would, I would believe that, yeah. Which, yeah, a lot of those terms are, are pretty bad in these circumstances. I I was I was I was hoping that they'd use the the like old timey Hollywood term. They they'd say like I did see a confirmed bachelor out there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know if I've ever heard that, but it's very like I find it funny in its absurdity, even though it is meant to be hateful. It's yeah. It's uh. I I think one of the uses I've seen it in is just like. Hmm, these two men are confirmed bachelors and they live together. Strange, huh? Strange. Uh, yeah, they they never married. Hmm. <laughs> oh. Oh, history. Um Um oh, what I was going to say is that uh the first time I heard Twinkle Toes, I had to rewind it like 3 times because the voice actor like kind of dropped off their inflection, so it really just sounded like they said twink. <laughs> and I was and I was like, well, Eva's not a twink. They wouldn't. Why would they? <laughs> Absolutely not. Tweet is, twink isn't just like a, a term that just means gay. Uh, I rewound it and I heard the rest of the word. It's twinkle toes. <laughs> uh, yes. Goes off into the forest. I actually love this, this scene. Uh, bon Clay trying to fight off. like that does, He does get attacked by wolves. Um, and tries to fight them off and protect uh, Luffy. Um, but he's like, he doesn't do a good job. You know, he's very cold and weak. 
He's been at this for a while. Yeah. Uh, kind of starts to, you know, like starts to lose to these wolves, and like Luffy like stands up, uh, and is like, "Stop fight! Like stop hurting my friend!" And like, I, I don't know if you piece together that this is what's happening, but he like accidentally uses his conqueror's hockey again. I I immediately was like, "Yep, that's yeah. what he's doing." <laughs> yeah, and like uh, knocks at all these fucking wolves. And uh, Bonka's like, what the fuck was that? How the fuck was he able to do that? And then they both pass out anyway. Yep. And that's it. The show's over. <laughs> Luffy's dead the, for the <laughs> nine millionth time. Uh-huh. And there's a, there's a weird guy who looks like a gym leader from Pokemon. He walks up and he's I love wearing orange and white. And he just, he looks like a, he looks like he belongs in Pokemon, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think it's, it's, it's very that type of design i don't know exactly how i would describe it other than like yeah i agree with you it looks like a pokemon character um i love their design i think it's probably one of the better like entirely designed around queerness but i think it works thing um we'll talk about them a little bit more when we talk about their devil fruit power and uh a thing that happens and is never addressed um as well (laughs) but uh yeah so they they roll up they've got these six shades on I think they might have a wine glass in this scene. I don't remember. That might just be later. But uh, they show up, and as they're staring at Bonnie Clay and Luffy's corpses, uh, the narrator reminds us that uh, there are 26 hours until the execution of Ace. Mm-hmm. Boy, time just starts to fucking fly after this. Uh, sure does. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's that's the the mid middle of the episode cliffhanger. There's an eye catch. We come back, we see Bond Clay trick Hannibal by looking like <laughs> Nami and um and being very sexy and and fooling the man. Uh and then beating the shit out of him and taking his clothes and tying him up. <laughs> and then there's a hard cut to like shitting sounds. <laughs> yep. This fucking it's so arc. Ridiculous. This arc is insane. All the shit that it's pulling off, um, or pulling, or doing. Maybe pulling off isn't the right term, because I don't know, it probably doesn't work for a lot of people. <laughs> but yeah, hard cut to, like, d- like the sign for the warden's chambers and just the sounds of shitting. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, so we see, like, the staff is, like, gearing up to, to hunt down and find Bon Clay, because he's, like, the only person not accounted for now um, at this point, because Luffy's super dead. Uh, and Bon Clay just went missing. Because Hannibal said so, and and that when that fake Hannibal did that, he had Buggy and Galdino captured. So all that being said, Bon and Clay uh, eventually wakes up somewhere. We don't know where. He stumbles to a door eventually, determined to like, gotta make sure Luffy's okay and and take care of him. And uh, he opens that door, and wouldn't you know it, he's in a paradise. <laughs> it's like a nice little bar. Uh, and, and there's a stage, and it's just, I don't know, everyone's there is, is clearly designed, like, Oda thinks gay people are, and it's, everyone's having a good time, and uh, Bonnie Clay is convinced he either died, or he's just not in prison anymore, (laughs) and yeah, so I, I don't know how you feel about this scene, but eventually Inazuma, uh, shows up and explains, um, that they were saved, and now Inazuma looks different. Yeah, they sure do. Um, they went from being a tall, lanky man. Yeah, 
<laughs> and now they're uh, a busty woman. Yes, the two genders. <laughs> this 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 arc reeks of the two genders, but it's very absurd and silly in a way that I find endearing, even though it is probably coming from a place of uh, you know, critical binary. It is coming from a place of critical binary it, thinking. With like a lot of the like background, like just throwaway people in this area, if. There wasn't already the weird stuff with Bon Clay and how they uh, portray Evenkov and everything, and just how how bad we've seen them be with this stuff. We could easily just like assume that this could just be like a, a drag bar, like mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of like what the reality of what they're trying to do is. Yeah, and I it's it's that's this arc is in this and this specific thing is so. Absurd, and obviously, you know, as a queer person, I don't speak for everyone else. There's a lot of queer people who are uncomfortable by this shit, and y'all are all valid. Um, I don't think it's perfect. I just think it's funny. It's so absurd, and I don't. I don't think Oda is saying that, like, yeah, this is how trans people are, right? I think it's just like a heightened absurd comedy thing based on his misunderstanding. <laughs> and I, I find it funny, even though I know it doesn't come from the greatest place. But yes, so Inazuma is what i i don't know the intent behind it or what it's like trying to do or say or be a joke or confusing or what but like essentially inazuma is just like canon gender fluid uh yeah in, in a way that like can only exist with a bullshit power that he invented uh for eva eva to have and a power that I wish was real. I wish I could be Inazuma. Inaz- Inazuma is the character I would most want to fucking be. <laughs> All that being said, yeah, so Eva, sh- or not Eva, Inazuma shows up, same outfit, but yeah, busty lady now, and says like, oh yeah, we saved you. And, uh, or rather, she saved them. I'm probably going to use multiple pronouns for Inazuma going at this episode. And uh, at the end of this episode is when we're introduced to uh, the queen of the queers, the queen of the queens, sometimes both, uh, but all terms are used for this fucking character. Uh, Emporio Ivankov, Eva Chan, who says they get up on stage, they do their musical number. It's very Frankenfurter. Their outfit is just Frankenfurter. <laughs> my my brother uh, was watching, like he he walked into the house as I was watching it, and he was like, "What what is going on with with that <laughs> with that character?" And I was like, "I I don't think kids these days know what." A Rocky Horror is, especially mm-hmm. not my brother, who doesn't know what anything is, really. <laughs> I just pulled up a pic, I just looked up Dr. Frankenfurter and just showed him, he's like, oh. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's like a one-to-one, almost. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know I've talked about Eva before, I, I know I've mentioned that there is a character that's just Frankenfurter on this podcast before, <laughs> because we've talked about fucking Oda and gender so many times. I... I just had, I'm probably wrong about this, and I've read, like, no interviews that reflect this, but it's, like, based on the trend of Oda writing queer characters. And, like, Oda, like, all of his stories in, in the One Piece, I'm never going to call the man a genius or perfect, because he's not, um, but, like, all of his stories are typically, like, dealing with abuses of power and marginalized people rising up over them. And I think, over time, he is, like, slowly tr- like trying to work queerness into that and just fucking up because i'm like bon clay is just a joke character when he first shows up in alabasta and it's there's no <laughs> there's nothing there that isn't just harmful tropes um yeah. i like the character overall i like them obviously a lot more and then pulled down when they're actually fleshed out 
<laughs> you know, not that, you know, uh, prison stripes are a great look for a, a, a queer character, but <laughs> they're not as, like, silly and, like, man-in-a-dress trope looking, even with them wearing makeup. Uh, but, like, I, I think, like, you know, we're, we're coming back to queer characters now and impelled down. Like, obviously, being in a prison, not a great place to do it. Uh, and, and the way that these characters are, like, the powers are are defined, as we'll learn Eva Chan's powers are in a second, I think are so ridiculously absurd that they couldn't possibly, like, like I, again, like, and I think there's, like, heightened to a point of comedy intentionally, but I, like, part of me thinks that, like, maybe that's him trying to do better, and obviously that's not doing, like, it's, I like it more because I squint and close my eyes and kind, you know, try and forget that it's, like, a, a cis man misunderstanding things or obviously like, I don't think that these things that are played for comedy are, are necessarily reflective of how he thinks gender and, and sexuality actually is so much as it's also a, a comedy shown in manga. And I don't know. I like a lot of things connected to Eva Chan's character and, and everyone's very cool with them. Um, but just like, again, reflecting on things I won't talk about with Wano regarding queer characters. It's like, Maybe he's just trying to get better over and over again. <laughs> and, like, I don't know, maybe he did it with Wano. Because, like, and, and Jory, you can't speak to this, and I can't really speak to it with, with specific details. But just, like, I know people who are like, oh, yeah, he's trans character, but can we trust him? Look at all the past. And I'm like, it's been fucking 12 years since Impel Down happened. I'm not the same person I was 12 <laughs> years ago. The, the, like, the, the credit that I would want to give to Oda, one, doing these kinds of things, is in his mindset, this is the most positive credit I could give him, is I have this wide, encompassing universe of characters. There needs to be some kind of representation for these different walks of life in my series that has hundreds of characters who repeatedly show up yeah. and then sometimes he just is not good at it <laughs> and he fucks up he's like yeah. ah, oh shit that was not good maybe i should redo it i don't know if he's going that far with it but it definitely doesn't just feel like i i, I don't want to just assume he's like haha gay like that's what he's doing yeah. when he's like riding ivankov <laughs> i don't yeah i don't think it's that simple because like ivankov has too much going on to be just haha yeah. gay I, I and and their like their their power is absurd. It's like it feels like an evolution on like yeah you know uh Bon Clay's trans or, or cross dressing. I, I think he just doesn't know the difference when it comes to Bon Clay. Um, so they have a power where they can trick people into thinking they're someone that they're not. And I'm like, well, that's gross and shitty and that's bad. Don't do it. And then like fucking however many years later we get to like all right, well they're back and there's these other queer people who. You know, it's it's not that it's not all jokey character. Like they, they he gives uh Bond Clay like more resolve and is cool, even though they technically go out on a good note <laughs> at the end of Alabaster, or at least a yeah. good moral note uh for the character. And then like all the stuff with with Eva's like maybe yeah maybe it is just him trying to like let me try again to to do it. And it's still like super messy. And um I think Eva Chan's power is what neocons actually think hormone treatment does <laughs> but like <Yes. laughs> but like as a queer person who understands that like i i it's it's so funny to me that like it fe it's it's not biting satire of what neocons think it is because i don't i do not trust oda that much but like if a queer person made the shit that happens in this next episode i would think this is some great biting commentary of what neocons think H hrt does <laughs> 
and I find it funny and I laugh at it. Uh, all that being said, the end of 438 is Ivankov doing the great musical number uh, and says, in the dub at least, they say, we're here and we're queer. Uh, and I <laughs> I don't know what the subs say for this like n- number as he's like describing this place. And it's like, this isn't hell, this is paradise. Or shit, maybe it is hell, but at least it's a gay one. <laughs> <laughs> And then he says, welcome to level 5.5, bitches. Hee-haw. <laughs> How is uh, his voice in, in the dub? It's fine. I mean, it's like clearly like a, a ma- like it's, it's a little masculine. It's a little like, you know, man doing a higher pitched voice. Mm. Um, the hee-haw isn't as like, like I f- the, the dubbing of One Piece, I feel like you're really going to nail those vocal tics or laughs. Yeah. And I think the hee-haw falls a little short for me. Uh, because mm. actual Ivankov is like, yeah, and they don't, they just don't go that hard in the dub, but like, it's very, it's very traditional gay man voice. It's, um, that's, that's what I figured. And it, it's, it's, it's not, I think it's probably trying to go for Frankenfurter, but Tim Curry has such an iconic voice, but you can't do that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I bet you could get Tim Curry for one piece. He's been worse. <laughs> he was, he was in the Rocky Horror remake, which was where. <laughs> He was he's in he was in a lot of garbage. I know he's in uh in Congo. <laughs> Cause I remember I was looking at his I was talking about Tim Curry with a friend once and we looked up his uh his like filmography and mm-hmm. he's just in a lot of like straight to video garbage. And uh, yeah, some actors do end up in those in those spots like um fucking who was I John Travolta is who I was thinking about recently, who like mm. they have a huge body of work, nothing matters in it after a certain point because like they went far off the scientology deep end they 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 didn't have the um they're not as good as acting as tom cruise is so they did not get to live with their uh, with their public yeah. persona and also i mean uh tom cruise never made a movie about scientology the way that um uh john travolta did battlefield earth which is also just yeah. a terrible fucking movie um uh, but all that being said uh he keeps working like they're all like garbage fucking straight to like they wrote the script of the day they started shooting type of like dvd uh red box netflix movies but john travolta's body of work is still so fucking large because he just keeps doing it and probably doesn't need to because he was such a big name like surely like residuals from like fucking Greece or yeah. or what's or fucking pulp fiction have to like make him fine so like it lo- it looks like Tim Curry's done a lot of voice acting for like children's shows so they could have just got that. it for one piece dub they should have they should have i mean <laughs> wow, this would have been dubbed i don't know like T- tim curry's health isn't great anymore so like maybe this was dubbed a little too recently but I agree. Yeah, t- Tim Curry, I, I, I completely believe that he would be more of a voice actor just based on, like, it's a voice you know and a voice you're like, oh shit, that's Tim Curry. Yeah. I still need to see Legend, in which he plays Satan. <laughs> oh! Also, speaking of, of Tom Cruise, he's, he's the lead on that. That's when he's, like, very young. Uh, anyways, that's the end of that episode. Um, 439 is where I started to see all the fucking bullshit comments on Funimation. Because this episode's all about Ivan Kov and uh their powers and who they are and what they do (laughs) and this episode basically starts with an introduction to their powers i think they're trying to explain something to bond clay but like someone barges in (laughs) some very buff man barges in (laughs) this this scene is so absurd it's so fucking stupid and (laughs) it's like 
it's 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 like this is this is what neocons think the queers actually do some buff man charges in very huge jojo character buff man charges in is like i'm gonna defeat you eva i'm avenging the fact that my dad uh once came to visit you and came back gay or i think they say queen they say a queen like that my, my dad used to be a king went to went to your island came back a queen and my family lost everything he shoots a big rocket like a cannonball at Eva Chan, who knocks it back by winking. I don't know how the fuck they have winking powers. It's absurd. It's similar how I'm like, I don't really understand how Boa Hancock's power turns into fucking arrows and shit, but she does it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, they wink it back, and then Ivankov runs at this person and uses their power. Their hand turns into a claw, basically, and stabs this person and injects them with hormones. And in a matter of like thirty seconds, they go from JoJo character to the body of Nami. Like, it's so fucking crazy that this exists and happened, and this is literally like joke force fimming. It's yeah, it's the, like, the fact like this is a prime example of like I find this shit fucking hilarious. I sh- I am. Yeah. Critical of the source of it being a cis guy, <laughs> but holy shit, what the fuck? One, one, what he does it later. Uh, I, I like the the conversation that they have there, and I like what he he says what he before he turns the random dude into a woman who is somehow uh has a lighter skin tone from when they were a big buff man. They yes. go from like having a tan to being like pale. <laughs> Which is strange. I, I, I'm not going to even put that on Oda because he, all of his shit's in black and white. So yeah. <laughs> I put that but on Toei. The, the specific thing, like he says before injecting the hormones is like, uh, it's what I was hoping would happen. It says something about it's what they wanted anyway. Yeah, like, th- there are a couple of lines that reflect that of like, uh, my hormones just bring out the true you that you want to be. Um, yeah. Which is, I mean, it's, always fucking binary one or the other um even even inazuma who is like gender fluid goes from like one mask look to one femme look yeah although the way that androgyny is often presented in media mask could be like their their not busty figure could be anything and also their busty figure could be anything but we're talking about oda so um anyways uh yes they force femme this person this is what this is what fucking morons like jordan peterson think hormones do <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious yes. uh to me um yeah this happens later and uh the other time it happens the the recipient is so stoked on it and i love that scene it, it might be played as a joke at their expense i think it's good in a vacuum and we'll talk about that when we get there but it's so fucking crazy this fucking exists um i think I think that I don't know what is said in the subtitles, but in the dub, I think all of it's uh, the dub is being dubbed so much later too that I think the the climate of like talking about queer characters is even more different than it was however many years before. Um, I'm actually kind of curious if I can find the exact dates. 2016. Yeah, this is saying that yeah the DVD came out in 2016 and yeah the original air date was uh, 2010. So it's like six years of gap of of like social uh, social norms changing <laughs> yeah. um 
So, so in the dub, uh, Ivan Cobb's character is like, "Why would you be so critical of your dad?" Like, and his the dub is like almost verbatim, like, you know, two dads, two moms. What does it matter? You're all family, and it's like it's it's trying really hard to be like, "Don't be an uptight asshole." While he's <laughs> fucking <laughs> changing this person's entire body, like they like, and like it's also like. I'm more upset about the fact that there are no buff women in One Piece because they go from like a huge buff dude to the most slender, big titted lady. It's it it's those being Oda's two binary genders is more upsetting than anything else to me. <laughs> uh, anyways, that happens. I don't, yeah, I don't know what. How do you feel about the sub dialogue in that scene? Like, is it similar uh, stuff? Sub, uh, the sub dialogue did say something similar. It said, um. Something about royalty and like, there's nothing wrong with two queens. Okay, yeah, I can't fucking believe this shit exists. <laughs> it feels like you said it feels like this is what people really think. Yeah, it, but it, it, it's so absurd that it, I, yeah. I'm like, no one could like, un- unless you are so beyond like conservative brain worms that like, like there's I don't I don't believe Oda thinks this is how hormones work. <laughs> Yeah, and so what it what it feels like to me kind of is like uh, one of the few times I will give South Park credit is when they did the Scientology episodes, and when they're explaining Scientology, there's big flashing things that's, that's going, this is what they really think. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a very While they're explaining all the Xenu stuff. <laughs> and it's just, like, th- this is definitely what it feels like, because all you have to do is... L- when, whenever they they just talk about like they're gonna force kids into it, it's like this is what they do. They're gonna have Doctor yeah. Frankenfurter use his horm horm fruit, like. But the motherfucker said horm horm. It's the it's so. That's 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 the that's worst the name for a fruit. It's up there, and they say it in the dub. They say horm horm. It's wild. So that's yeah. I I knew this was probably gonna be a longer episode just because of how much fucking Ivankov stuff we have to say. But yeah, I think I I I've, I've made my I've planted my flag in the ground. That I like a lot of it. I think it's funny. I I don't blame anyone for being critical of it or not trusting where it comes from. I don't really trust where it comes from either. I just think in the text, I'm like, I don't know. It's a joke. <laughs> yeah. And the joke doesn't really feel like it's at his expense. Although I, I, I squint at like this scene, I think, more than anything. Because it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Injecting hormones in someone, they seem uncomfortable with it. <laughs> Yeah, I I do when when they show just a little bit later. I do like how the it has a more like broad encompassing of hormones versus just like yeah, it's not just testosterone and estrogen that he can use. Like he can yeah. do other stuff that hormones do in a human being's body. Yeah, he'll he'll give uh, adrenaline to to Luffy a little bit later. Spoilers yeah. that Luffy's not dead. But uh, yeah, that's that scene is insane and well we could probably talk about it for two hours uh but uh <laughs> that happens and bonaclay is like holy shit he is a miracle worker which like i would i would like to have the miracles worked upon me ivan Kov, please be real <laughs> anyways uh we, we we learned that like luffy as he was dying asked bonaclay to heal uh or asked ivan Kov to heal bonaclay and ivan Kov's like explaining this being like yeah i've been uh you know, I've been I've been treating his wounds. Uh, he's been trying. He's been healing for ten hours. So out the gate, ten hours have passed, which is a big deal. Uh, and I love this because it's like, yes, I've been 
I've been treating Luffy for, he's been trying to heal for 10 hours and just hard cut to a locked door with him screaming like he's dying. And that's that. I think that might be the, like, eye catch in the middle of the episode. Um, because after that, we, we, we see uh, Galdino and Buggy trying to escape some more wolves. Um, very curious what the subs say in this scene. Because in the dub, as they run by, they say, I bet the kids at home are wondering what these things are. Yes, well, sort of. They they said for like anyone born after the nineties, <laughs> which God, is really funny. It's very funny. It's like, yeah, these kids these days don't know what stilts are. They're stilts. You should try them sometime. I I like I like Bu- Buggy seems to be the perfect character to like break the fourth wall. Oh, yeah. Is, if anyone's going to do it, it's, uh, it needs to be him. Yeah. And then the, the, it goes on for a little bit. It's like, well, technically, they're wax stilts because I made them. But, uh, or Mr. Three says, very funny, very good. Uh, we learn back in the, in, in the, the Queer's Paradise. Um, oh, another, I was going to say, like, um, I think a part of that, that big glaring criticism of, like, not trusting Oda or any of this shit is that this is sandwiched in between all of Sanji's shit, which is objectively bad. Yeah. So, just that that's caveat, did not want to forget to put it on it. Because all that sucks. And I, I always joked, like, well, cross-dressing makes you really good at karate. Um, but, San, like, I don't... It's hard to say that we're supposed to be mad at Sanji for that shit. Because I don't think it's good at that. Like, I, I'm like, I don't know, Sanji's like a main character who's been around forever. I think everyone's on his fucking side. And it just feels bad. When his side is transphobic. Anyways. Well, unfortunately, I have to talk about that more later. Luffy needs two more days to recover. Um, also, this treatment takes ten years off of his life. Uh, terrified. That's a weird thing to bring up. That's terrifying. That's good. That's got to come back up, right? I am terrified of if it ever does. <laughs> I am, like, fearing at what point that matters ever. Uh, anyways, is, like, is is that how, does that refer to like fate? Does it refer to like I natural lifespan? <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> Who could say? One fear, um, One Piece. Uh, is, ten years off the life, two more days to heal. Uh, obviously, we the viewer, it doesn't come up immediately, but we the viewer are like, well, fuck. <laughs> That's Ace will be dead in uh, what is sixteen? What was it? The 26 minus 10, 16 hours at this point. Um, that's a bummer. And Eva, Eva explains that all they do is like, you know, they, they give bodies like the capability to enact their own will. Like, it's like, you know, it's like, I gave him, a, I gave him the runway. It's really going to be his will and his spirit that decides whether or not he wins this fight against the poison. And we see that Luffy is remembering his childhood with Ace and screaming about it. Uh, and we get 16 hours. We, we get that math. So it's been 10 hours. Yeah, 10 hours have passed of him screaming. Uh, and that's that end of that episode. Uh, next up is 440, in which this motherfucker says horm horm. Um, that's my first note for this episode, is this motherfucker said horm horm. Because <laughs> he explains his fruit power uh, to Bon Clay. Uh, explains his power, the paradise. Uh, it says that they've been watching Luffy this whole time because they can like hack into fucking uh, the snails, the transponder snails. And this is where they explain that, like, yeah, uh, we're below level five. There's a secret six level where all of these people actually are, like Ace and, and Jinbei. He says former boss 
crocodile to bond clay, which is, I think, how we connect the dots. I think that's the first, like, like con- confirmation, like, oh, so that is where we're thinking. Because we know Crocodile's down there because he says some shit to Ace before. Yeah. And, uh, it, he... <laughs> This very casually made comment is fucking terrifying where he says like um oh you know getting this far breaking in would have been a lot harder before uh cuz there's this guy Shiryu of the rain who um used to help run this prison but he was too brutal and he brutalized too many prisoners that he had to be locked away on level 6 himself um and like they say uh uh, Eva says, like, they're equally matched to Magellan, or maybe because Mel- Magellan always shits, maybe he's twice as strong as Magellan. <laughs> because, like, Magellan is just literally not at the wheel half the time. His power also makes his body break. Like, that's true of a lot of powers, to be clear. Like, Luffy pushes himself too far, but, like, in the sense that, like, he's going to, like, die, or, like, I don't know, just, like, not be, like, lose function of his legs because he kicked them too hard. Like, fucking some My Hero Academia shit. But, like, (laughs) fucking Magellan just, like, oozes so much poison that his, like, bowels break. It's so fucking (laughs) stupid. You don't like extended fart jokes? No. I can't (laughs) say I do. This is, like, one of the more serious stretches of One Piece. Like, I don't know, a, a, a lot of its stories are, like, dre- like I was going to say Dressrosa, which is also true, but Alabasta, like, all the, like One Piece is a pretty serious show a lot of the time. Yeah. It just also has lighthearted stuff. But, like, I'm trying to think, how many villains have slapstick gags like this? Like, Buggy is a joke, and they showed up so early that it makes sense. Wapole is the same thing. Like, Crocodile has no punchline. Yeah. Crocodile's never funny. No. <laughs> Blackbeard's never funny. No. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe one time he was funny. Um, but like he's he's the so many One Piece villains are exclusively menacing and powerful. So to have Magellan be fifty percent fart jokes is insane. Because he's also like a a symbol of the Marine's power. Like, I don't know, Garp's another weird case. Where it's like, I don't know, he's mainly a fucking doofus, but like also he punched luffy really hard once and that yeah. was funny at the time anyways uh yeah magellan strange anyway shiryu of the rain what's your take on shiryu uh with this at, like <laughs> how did you feel when it was brought up the first time is what i should ask you i i just it, it felt like a weird thing to bring up <laughs> i guess it more to me just felt like oh this is how uh this is how we know how bad the guys are down here yeah but, like, so when he says that, like, like he's down there on level six right now, like, that's, like, a weird thing to add to our existing equation. Like, well, Luffy's going down there. Ace is down yeah. there. We haven't seen him perk up yet. The the one thing that was, like, weird to me was they, meant, they name-dropped some people. They name-dropped a bunch of people that said, with these names, you would be terrified. But we don't know any of them yet. Or I, yeah. I don't think ever. So like that, I, I'm, I'm not implying that they come up later. If they, they haven't yet. <laughs> I, I would, I, I would like to learn that all of the characters' names listed are like fan characters that uh, kids have submitted. <laughs> That's the best case scenario. Uh, the that that guy's scary. 
Uh, especially knowing that he's a, <laughs> it's not just like a a thing they use to talk about how bad it is down there. No, he will show up again later. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm just reading some trivia here on the wiki. Uh, that when Luffy and like Luffy has his flashback to him and Ace's kids, it says that Ace is depicted wearing similar attire to his adult appearance. Uh, which would be considered a contradiction in the manga, as Ace only stopped wearing shirts when he joined the Whitebeard Pirates. <laughs> which is so funny to note and, and detail for me here. Um, it'd be very funny if Kid Ace had the big Whitebeard tattoo on his back. <laughs> we are the hosts of Got It Memorized, what used to be a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast. We did the impossible and finished recapping all of Kingdom Hearts. The whole thing! Now, fueled by our own hubris, we've endeavored to recap other things. We've covered The World Ends With You, and now we've moved on to Final Fantasy X. After that, we'll do more tasks that humanity previously thought impossible, like creating cold fusion, accessing the Akashic Records, and folding a piece of notebook paper in half more than seven times. Find Got It Memorized on the Orange Groves Podcast Network, on your favorite podcast app, or do what we did and approach a pulsing dark monolith in the middle of your city, promising otherworldly powers in exchange for audio catalogs of JRPG franchises by whispering the secret words of power, Got Got It Memorized. memorized. Blitzball! Anyways, uh, yeah, so Shiryu you of the Rain, we'll talk about him more later, unfortunately. Uh, He murdered too many people. And Magellan was like, you're, 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 this prison isn't good. I murder people, but holy shit, dude, chill out. (laughs) We don't get to decide when they die. Yeah. But yeah, so Crocodile's down there. They mentioned that. That's where Ace is. Um, and they're like, oh shit, wait, you said that Luffy has, needs two days to heal, but Ace will be gone in 16 hours. What do we do? Um, and Bon Clay's, uh, answer to that is, well, if you said that it's all willpower, I'm going to go cheer him on. And that's what he does. Yeah, that's really cool. I love this sequence where, like, there were some comments on the page like, oh, uh, the power of friendship in anime is silly. And I'm like, fucking, it's cool. It it says a lot about the characters doing it, too. And, like, the inspiration that, like, Luffy has on people where Bonnie Clay's like, yeah, I'm going to cheer until I cannot stand. Uh, Yeah, so Bonnie Clay is, like, cheering him on. And telling him he can he can do it. Uh, we learn that Magellan Magellan learns that Luffy is missing. A bunch of time is passing right now, but Magellan learns that Luffy is missing from the fourth level. Uh, Hannibal is found tied up in a closet, and uh, another scene that happens is uh, Jinbei talking to Ace is like, "Hey, what if Hancock was lying?" And Ace is like, "No, fucking Luffy would do this shit though." There's like. Luffy would do this, but also, like, what a weird-ass lie to show up to prison and tell someone. <laughs> Why would you come all the way here to lie about that shit? And, and Ace is like, I know you're trying to cheer me up, but also, <laughs> it's, that's not the case. Uh, and Magellan is on his way down. Enough time has passed that Magellan is now on his way down to get Ace. Um, or soon, I think. Dom- Domino is asking him to go down there, but he is shitting loudly. Uh, yes. <laughs> but the clock is on. We, 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 uh, as this montage is happening, other people are like, I'm going to go check on Bon Clay. I bet he fell asleep by now, but he's still cheering and trying and then inspires everyone else to do that too. So they all start cheering, including, including, uh, Ivan Kov. And eventually they notice that, um, the screaming has stopped and they're like, oh no, that can't be good. 
because oh i knew i knew immediately what was going to happen oh, right oh, here of, and uh, i was right oh, of course yeah yeah we, we we've been watching this show long enough we know but like when, when they're like oh yeah he has to save ace but he'll have to rest for two days you're like he's gonna be very special because he healed faster than he's supposed to like that's that happens in fucking naruto not not only that but the specific thing he does right after the screaming stops oh, i knew yes. exactly why the screaming stopped yeah the screaming stopped blood like pours out of the room and everyone's like oh shit he's probably dead now because there's no way the opposite could happen <laughs> and uh they they reveal that it's now been 20 hours so another 10 have passed eight there are six hours until ace is executed uh and then the door starts like trying to be uh busted down and we hear some stomach growling noises Yep, as soon as the star sort of figures, like, he's gonna burst out, and he's gonna be like, me, yeah. or something. <laughs> my, my note says, guess who is hungry, and then in parentheses, it's me typing this, um, because I was hungry <laughs> yesterday when I wrote these notes. Uh, yeah, what he actually, the first thing he shouts is ace. Yes. <laughs> and then we cut to everyone shoveling food inside of the room. Yeah. <laughs> He's just Kirby vacuuming up the food. It's so funny. When we get a shot of, like, his silhouette walking towards the door and, like, his stomach just expanded, which happens <laughs> a lot, but, like, it's not, like, full-body balloon expanded. It's, like, just a weird ob. Like, it's like he ate yeah. one big oval. My, I, I, yeah. I described him as looking like a Dark Souls boss because, like, his, his, <laughs> his torso is so normal, but, like, right at the hips, there's just a huge fucking oblong shape. Uh, but then he kind of like, you know, goes back to normal. He like kicks each limb and it like dramatically gets its correct shading and color back. <laughs> and uh, I think Luffy's ready to go. And the next episode starts with everyone being like, how the fuck is this happening? <laughs> Luffy's just fine now. Yeah, of course. Uh, bon Clay now finally collapses too. He's, he's all tired out. And uh, Ivan Cobb explains to Luffy you know, how he got here. Like, you know, Bon Clay was cheering for you. We all started cheering for you. Also, I'm, yeah, you're, I'm Ivan Cuff. <laughs> uh, Inazuma returns his clothes. Um, Inazuma now going back to uh, the, the first time that we saw them. My notes say mask, which is, I guess, if you're, if you're talking about a binary of the two, then comparatively, yes. But uh, he says, hey, yeah, Luffy, it's, don't know how you healed in under 24 hours. But definitely need to rest now. Because, like, and Ivan Kopp says that earlier, too. Like, he needs two days for this process to go through. And even if he survives, he's going to need several days to rest and recover. Um, but <laughs> we know Luffy. <laughs> Luffy's not just going to rest. No, no, he's got to save Ace. Uh, and he still has six hours to do so. Um, bon, uh, so Luffy explains, uh, he's like, oh, you're, I, you're Eva. Bon Clay here wanted to break you out. That's why we were together, and, and uh, Ivan Kopp's like, oh, well, that's, that's you know, very well-intentioned and, and, and uh, endearing that he would want to do that. My time isn't, isn't quite yet to break out. I'm, I'm uh, planning, like, there's so much going on with, you know, this definite war that's going to happen with Whitebeard, <laughs> and uh, I just have to wait until my comrade is ready. You know, Dragon. <laughs> Yeah, wait till my good pal Dragon is ready. And, and then Luffy's <laughs> like, oh, my dad. And then, like, they talk for a little bit, and he's like, your dad? Wait, yeah, yeah. In the most ridiculous reaction. It's so funny, but, like, yeah, he's like, yeah, your dad. And then goes on to explain more things about Dragon and, and like, <laughs> yeah. how they're both, 
you know, well-trusted revolutionaries trying to save countries. Um, and yeah, after he does all this explaining, then he's like, then it registers. He's like, wait, what? Your dad? And he like, yeah, he, his, his entire body just like flies backwards into a wall as if he were hit. And I love his line is like, your dear Papa, <laughs> as he's like sliding down the wall. <laughs> and Ivan Kov remembers like uh, times that he would meet with Dragon at their um at their fortress. Have we seen this place before? Have you seen this before? Yeah, when they uh at, after all the Ennis lobby stuff, they showed him. Oh yes, okay. I thought so. I wasn't sure. Good place, chill place. Looks very boring, much like Dragon does. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, it, it's. It, with just how little we see of Dragon, it is just silly to see, like, Dragon, who just looks like generic bad guy, next to, uh, someone who looks like a large baby. <laughs> Even Cobb's, um, proportions are silly. <laughs> like... They have a big they're, head. They're big, but, like, the just the way their, like, arms and legs are makes them look like a baby. Yes. It's... It's very One Piece. One Piece has a lot of, like, bizarre character designs that have to stand together. Um, but I do think a shot with only Ivan Kov and Dragon is maybe the two extremes. Yeah. And especially, like, because dra Dragon's so early. Dragon's, like, super lanky. Yeah, and he's so early, and he's, like, he's nothing. Um, and, and Oda <laughs> has very intentionally given us fucking nothing ever on this dude. Uh, I think Ivan Kov's like, wait, there's... Luffy wouldn't lie, but this is so absurd. I didn't know Dragon had a kid. And it's like, where are you from? And he says the East Blue. And um, I was like, fuck, he always faced the East for no reason, which is so <laughs> stupid. And I, I, I'm like, I don't, I don't believe that. Like, I guess it's trying to sell it as like this innate thing that he's not doing intentionally. But I'm like, yeah. I have no way to believe that Dragon gives a shit about Luffy. Like... <laughs> Like, I don't know. Then again, saved him in Logetown. So I really don't like, ah, what the fuck is Dragon's deal? It, it'll be like he wants to use Luffy for some uh, sort of game. I don't know. I don't know. I have no clue. <laughs> Ugh. I could, I, we could and do like a whole the, episode. A little bit of it, like uh, Ace, like not wanting to have his dad's name like that. That says a whole lot about Dragon that we don't know. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it hurts. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, it's funny that you, you say that for a lot of reasons. But also, uh, Ivankov, I, Ivankov's like, well, shit. Does that mean Ace is also Dragon's son? Shit. I have to, I have to join Luffy right now and make sure Ace is, Ace is saved. Holy shit. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like suddenly like he shifts so far into gear of like, all right, Luffy, we're going right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's like, they just basically start, uh, getting ready right now. They leave Bon Clay behind because he's dead. And, uh, there's a very weird eye catch cliffhanger where like Luffy falls down and Bon Clay is like, not Bon Clay, Ivan Kov is like, uh, checking his pulse and it's like his pulse is <gasps> and then it cuts away and then it comes back and he's like perfectly fine anyways um i don't know why <laughs> we did that this is where ivan Kav is like even like he's still way too fucking tired he's like this is like you're gonna really feel some consequences for this after like a day or i think he says one day but he gives luffy a like adrenaline hormone shot uh it's cool 
He like fucking is so amped up. His eyes glow red for a little bit for comedic effect. Surely it'll be fine when he collapses from exhaustion in 24 hours. <laughs> Elsewhere, Hannibal is still looking for uh, Galdino and Buggy and Bonclay. We know where he is. Uh, Buggy and Galdino have made it back up to level four, to the hot one. And they're confused because no one's around. Uh, Magellan starts to move downstairs now to get Ace. Uh, and we cut now to Luffy and uh, Ivan Kov and Inazuma. They're, they're fucking, they're a trio now. Uh, running through the Frozen Hell, level five. And they're heading down the stairs to get Ace. <laughs> There's a bunch of transponder snails everywhere. And they're like, fuck it, who cares if they see us? We're going. Yeah. Um, Luffy is way too hyped up. He's never ran this fast before in his life. <laughs> do not know what to do with this energy. Um, Luffy is not someone who needs this, also. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like... Not at all. I'm trying to think of, like, another... Like, I, I feel like that's a trope, too, or, like... um, Oh, shit, have you seen uh, American classic film uh, Hoodwinked? <laughs> sure have. This is, like, when they, the squirrel that's too hyper... They give him coffee because like the whole the whole film, you just assume he's hyped up on something and then you realize he's not hyped up on anything. He's just like that. So they give him coffee and then he fucking like it basically explodes into another dimension. This feels a lot like that where like Luffy did not need extra energy, but now he has it. Yeah. Um, and it, let's think it doesn't bring him back to normal. It sends him to another like yeah. <laughs> tier of bullshit. Uh, it's very good. So they're heading down there. Uh, someone says that like, they're probably going to intersect with Magellan. That's what we're kind of like... I, I think that's what the, the show and the manga is like, trying to brace us for and like hype yeah. us up for. We see that uh, Hannibal is like taking this all very weirdly seriously all of a sudden. So much so that everyone is like joking that, like, did he get replaced again? Is this an imposter? <laughs> and then like he'll say, like, I have to do this or else uh, I'll lose my job and I'll never be able to take Magellan's. And I'm like, nope, nope, that's him. We're good. <laughs> a good running bit but then this episode uh cliff hangs on magellan getting to ace's cell yeah and uh opening the door so like shit luffy's gonna get there right fucking now huh and he's gonna have to have a showdown with magellan like, that's but it's it's the second time you meet the boss in the shonen so like this time you win yeah that's really feels like that's what it's like building up towards in, in these episodes like like i don't know i feel like impel down is, like, really structured on this idea of, like, yeah, of course Luffy's gonna do it. He always does it. <laughs> like, like the first time he loses, you're like, well, yeah, it's shown, and he's gonna lose the first time. But, like, then he'll bounce back, like a rubber boy, and he'll definitely get the second time. And, like, I, I, like a lot of times when you're watching these things, you're like, well, of course, like, Luffy's not gonna die. Like, of course it's gonna work out. And I think I feel like Impel Down really rests on those assumptions in, in ways that benefit the story because you're like oh shit is he gonna make it in time they're not showing us and then like you know we get our reveal when he gets down there i think one piece is good i don't know if i've said that before in the podcast but i do um sounds familiar all right one piece is uh good hot take (laughs) (laughs) uh that's the end of that episode though uh six hours left still on the clock we have gone from 26 to 6 just in the time we've been recording (laughs) and uh next episode 442 luffy is running down the stairway uh there's a lot of uh hallway traps very indiana jones a lot of good fighting here 
Uh, Ivankov grabs a guard for seemingly no reason. That'll come up later. And they finally get down here. They get to level six. Yeah. He's yelling for Ace, but there's no answer. And Ivankov's like, he's not going to answer if you yell, kid. Watch this. And force fims the guard. <laughs> Random fucking guard that they grabbed shoots him up with fucking E and uh, gives him the, the big titties. And they're like, I've released who you really want to be on the inside. And they're like- <laughs> so happy about it. They'd look at themselves, yeah. which also, by the way, like, did Ivankov give them this mirror or did they already have it? That's what I don't remember. I, I think, uh, I think I'm pretty sure he just had it in his pocket. Cause you know, when great detail, when you, in like, my opinion, when you, when you like forcibly turn someone into a woman, <laughs> you gotta like show them yeah. like what happened. Cause they're not going to feel any different. Right. Uh, like, there's some differences in gravity when you have a fat rack. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> so probably does feel different. But yes. So th- the thing about this scene is that they, that character, after they have uh, been force filmed, they love it. They're so happy. Yeah! They're, they're blushing. They're like, thank you. I didn't, I, I hadn't really engaged with this part of, of a thing that I wanted, but this rules. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then they're really happy to help them find Ace. Um, and on Funimation, I was reading the comments. A lot of them are bad, but the reason a lot of them are bad is because one person said, like, as a trans woman, that scene was really nice to see. They were like, "That's how I like. I want to see myself that way. I want like that was cool." And a lot of people were being mean to them, and uh, also then there was a lot of other people being mean to the, them like it's people people defending the the the, the queerness and the, and the good queerness so, in it. like i got i can't remember the name of the guy but is there still the discourse yes. about the guy who complains yes. about the show yes gray gray fox is still uh, a hotly contested topic <laughs> in the funimation comments <laughs> yes yeah so the comments on that video are like 50 percent cesspool 50 percent strand rights it's wild um and i i I like the scene. I don't think like, I don't, I don't think the show is trying to laugh at that person, that character for enjoying no. themselves uh, as, as a woman. I could see like, if that's their intent and they're just fucking it up because I think it's, I don't know. It plays fine to me. It's like, I, I, like I said before, it's more upsetting that there are two genders <laughs> and, and it is like two ridiculous extremes than than the fact that any than, than anything else really the 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 humor part from it is that he's like excited and not like devastated like that's probably what a lot of people would be thinking going into it is he's gonna like not be happy about it <laughs> like yeah like like haha uh, can you believe this person who's happy to be to be force fimmed <laughs> What's the what's what's the meme where it's like no I don't want to be turned into bread actually this isn't so bad <laughs> yeah with the dog no <laughs> what the fuck happened oh yeah so they say we're aces they're like oh yeah he's down this hallway so they go down there obviously tensions are high because we know that Magellan is was down here and they get to that cell and it's Ace isn't there Jinbei is so so we as the viewer know it's the right one. But Ace isn't there, and they're like, "Did you lie to us? Ace isn't here." And they're like, "No, he was just here." And I, I, I think, I think the way that they like cry is like way over dramatized. Like that's the joke now. Is like, well, now they're a woman, so they're frail and and they cry. And I'm like, well, don't do that. But oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get that. It's it's I, I it's kind of in the background, that, actually. 
it's like like their 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 character model in the background is like a little oh you you don't see the male guards in this prison doing that i think so i don't know i don't i don't know if it's intended really or just like their instincts of drawing women is just bad which i yeah. kind of think is true uh but uh anyways that's that happens and then i they basically cease to exist um as a character because now it's about ace again and ace isn't there the cell only has jinbei jinbei is a big fish man he's my dad uh former warlord threw the title away because he would not stand for the public execution of ace uh he sees luffy's straw hat and he's like shit fuck it's true He's down here. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh my god. He made it here. Uh, and he says, hey, li- you must be Ace's brother. You just missed him. <laughs> they, ju- <laughs> they just left. There's still a chance you can catch them. They took the elevator. And Luffy starts to run towards the elevator. Jinbei reflects on how determined Luffy is. He's like, holy shit. I can't believe this kid did that and is here. <laughs> But uh, Luffy's not going to be able to go after Ace quite so easily. Um, I can't believe this turn of events. Uh, the elevator is rigged. Um, also, the stairs are like some gates come down. Some poison gas pours out of it. They're, you know, Hannibal is, is watching them with the, the, the snails. Uh, Luffy's like, I don't care. I'm running ahead into this gas. And then immediately falls asleep uh, because it's, yeah. it's, it's sleeping gas. <laughs> it's very Luffy. Yeah. Yeah, so he's sleeping. Like a lot of the the prisoners at this level are are sleeping. I think it's it's still kind of weird to me that this level is like the worst of the worst, undeniably like prisoners so bad that they don't want to talk about them existing, but they still have a lot of nondescript prisoners who don't like are forget- yeah. forgettable, like just like NPCs. <laughs> that's what, that's what like was weird to me is because I I feel like. I know they want to make it seem, like, super sprawling and stuff, but I feel like it would have been more impactful if, like... They all looked the, like they could have been characters. Not not even that, just, like, if there's this, if it was just, like, Ace, Jinbei, and Crocodile down there. Like, yeah. if there's three dudes down or there. Or you also. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. earlier... There's just, like, a couple of people down there. Yeah, we, we covered it last time where, like, Magellan goes down there to murder someone just to show how strong he is, and I'm like... <laughs> I don't think that's worth it for the for the the level to actually be boring, but like they they do have a lot of like nobodies down here, so that way they can have like a peanuts gallery to shout <laughs> at people. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's whatever. Um, but yeah, so a lot of them are starting to fall asleep. I even Kyle's like, well, I don't know what the fuck to do about this. Um, we see that Ace, while being moved up, is learning from Magellan about Luffy. Like Magellan's getting an update on Luffy from the transponder snail, and he tells Ace like. So, Luffy made it to level six. Too bad. <laughs> He's gonna fucking die down there. Um, and that makes Ace very unhappy, believe it or not. We cut away from that to see uh, Galdino and Buggy now on the starvation level. They're running away from the Noodle Sphinx. Doesn't matter. That's it. We're just checking in. Uh, <laughs> the Sphinx still says Noodles. And uh, now back on level six. Uh, Inazuma shows off his devil fruit power. Which is one that I like a lot. His hands are big scissors. Not only are they big scissors, but... They can cut fucking anything! It just turns it into paper. It's like it's like that knife that's going around on Twitter again. The, it's, the cake knife. The, the, yeah, the cake cake fruit. Yeah, the, and the any, anything and it just... cuts turns to cake. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, there were some comments on Funimation that wonder how he's able to do that when, like, presumably a lot of these jail cells would be made with sea prism stone. I'm thinking they just not made with sea prism stone. I think it's. I think handcuffs are the enough. bars. Yeah, yeah, handcuffs, and then the bars probably. Yeah. Like, the walls are the walls and floors and stuff are thick enough that you wouldn't need to worry about. He that. does cut some bars though later. Spo- oh, spoilers for later in this podcast episode. Oh yeah, because uh, he frees uh, redacted. Um, but oh yeah, but uh, yeah. So he shows off his big scissor hands, um, which is like okay, cool. He's two genders, and his outfit is two colors, and he has scissors for hands. <laughs> A lot of the 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 duality of Inazuma. <laughs> But yeah, so I love, and I fucking love how he uses it, because like he cuts up the floor into a bunch of strips that fold up, and then they re-harden. So yeah, I guess his, yeah. I guess his power is partly what he turns, like what he touches turns into paper temporarily. Um, yeah. It's weird, but it's cool. <laughs> it is very inventive, and I think visually engaging. Uh, but he cuts up the floor into a bunch of strips that like cover up the stairs, and like stops the gas from coming down and they're like great stop the gas how the fuck do we get out of here um because we just blocked off the stairs Lara <laughs> Ivankov's like look dude your boy's on the scene by now like that 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 uh transport group that they with they move fast he checks the the Viva card and like ace is like that the, the card is like pointing off towards a direction rather than just up so it's like they're he's getting on a boat and luffy's like then I'm going to Marineford. I'm saving Ace. <laughs> yeah. I'm sa- well, I don't. I don't care who's there or how many of them there are. I'm going to save Ace. I'm going yeah. to Marineford. And everyone's like, "You're a fucking madman, Luffy." Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, "Well, I guess we're all going there. How are we going to leave this floor?" And then we hear a familiar voice chime in, saying, "I can make a hole in the ceiling if you let me out of here." <laughs> <laughs> and wouldn't you know it, it's our boy Crocodile. It's the man who could make a hole in the ceiling. It's a, yeah. Whom's here could make a <laughs> hole in the ceiling? It's Crocodile. It's a big, big reveal of his face stepping out. Actually, we see his uh, hook first. <laughs> and Luffy is like, holy shit, it's Crocodile. I fought him. We get like flashbacks. <laughs> Whenever someone shows up, we get like flashbacks to where we last saw them. I, I, like, I, I like that Luffy immediately remembered Crocodile. But he still couldn't remember Buggy, oh, <laughs> and he's had more course. meetings with Buggy. Of <laughs> course, a funny like juxtaposition, or same with like it took him a minute to realize who uh, Mister Three was. Yeah, but yeah, like uh, <laughs> he immediately knew Bond Clay as well. It's just like if you're yeah. not important to him, it's out of his fucking brain. He's very good at I think burying things he does not want to care about, which maybe we'll deal with later, and maybe it'll be very sad. But who knows? Um, uh, four forty-three. Why does Crocodile want to help? We might already know, actually, because he brings it up before. We talked about it in the last episode. Uh, but really wants a chance to fucking kill Whitebeard. <laughs> yeah! Which is, like, insane. Uh, but, like, it makes sense, because Crocodile's like, I care about positions of power. Yeah. I lost mine. And Luffy, even though you took it away from me, I will help you if I get a chance to get my power back by killing the most powerful pirate alive, which is Whitebeard. And uh, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm tired of that old man. His generation's boring. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go knock him off. And uh, Luffy's like, why would I help you? Why do I why would I want your help? You did terrible things to Vivi's family and home. 
And he's like, I don't care about that place anymore. That pl- <laughs> yeah. he's, he's like, I'm over it. That 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 plan is over and done with. I'm not gonna try it again. Luffy's like, oh, fuck, I need to save Ace. Fine, let him out. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, it's like this is worth it. This partnership is worth it. I I'm choosing to trust you. <laughs> oh, also, a big part of this is that Ivan Kov says, Hey, I know you, Crocodile. It's been a while since I've seen you. Um, you you can't start shit at Marineford because I know a weakness of yours, a secret of your past you don't want anyone to know about. And Crocodile's like, don't mm. you fucking dare. And uh, yeah, and when Crocodile looked ashamed, and then that's when I galaxy-brained remember yep. to you saying, yeah, yeah three, about Crocodile three years ago. Uh-huh. I've mentioned it even more recently on this podcast, but like, yeah, yeah it's like, hmm, this character who can change people's gender met Crocodile once a long time ago and knows something he's ashamed about in his past and wouldn't want to share. Hmm. I can't imagine what that would be like to personally relate to as a trans person. Hmm. There are other people who share this, this fun little headcanon. I would be surprised if that's actually what it is, but, uh, we still don't know. So yeah. So uh, Ivankov briefly, just like the, <laughs> the, the, the thing about that though is so like, what makes that like a weird thing is you don't expect to see like discomfort or shame on Crocodile's face. No, and that's how he looks but when he's, he's bringing that up. And and like obviously like transness isn't a thing that I think people you know should be ashamed of. But obviously like I understand it. Like I, I can relate to it. And Crocodile is so much about posturing. Yeah. To begin to begin with of like of like his whole deal, his whole gangster deal. But even so that like. It's like, it's like, yeah, I've been stealth for so long. Nobody knows it about me. I'd rather not deal with it <laughs> um, and, yeah. and not want to be outed. Like, no one wants to be outed. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Lord knows if that's actually what's being implied here or if it'll ever come up again. It probably will because Oda has a million sticky notes <laughs> probably in his office <laughs> at all times. But it's a, it's, a, it's a thing that keeps Crocodile in line while he helps Luffy. <laughs> and before they leave this floor... Someone else chimes in that they want to help, and it's Jinbei. Jinbei begs to go along. It's like, please let me help Ace. I care about him. I care about Whitebeard. You know, the reason I lost my title as Warlord is because I refused to help with the execution of Ace. And there's just like a long, like, couple shots of Luffy and Jinbei holding eye contact. And he's like, yep, let him out. I trust him completely. (laughs) (laughs) Jinbei's a great dad. I trust him completely when I see him. And he'll, you know, and he, yeah, he's he, not important. Like he'll never come up again after this arc. But um, well, I didn't think so. <laughs> it's not like we're going to some place called Fishman Island in which Fishman might be important. But I, I, I like how uh, the two of the very nice. Fi- I, I can assume Jinbei's nice, considering he was he wasn't talking about how he just wants to murder Ace or anything. Um, both Fishman Tom and Jinbei are just very round. It's 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 it feels comforting that both of them are big round dads. Mm-hmm. I love Jinbei. I wish he would adopt me. <laughs> and yeah, so that's uh, that's their plan. They 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 go and they and they do it and they go to Marine. <laughs> uh, they 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 leave the room. Uh, we we learn it from other people coming down to like like we cut away to other like guards trying to break into level like break back in to level six and uh, and find them and they they look up and there's a hole in the ceiling. And a weird staircase made through it that's, like, clearly yeah. Inazuma cutting up the ground and making a staircase. <laughs> it's so cool! I, 
was it was it here where they gave us an explanation of how crocodile's ability works? Yeah, I think so. And it's I, I made a comment about this in the Discord that I can't say to Jory because it's a spoiler for way later in the show. But it's insane that he is able to remove moisture from things. That seems like he's too good at his devil fruit power. That's all I'm gonna say um, now. <laughs> he's I, I have he a should not be you. this good at his using his power. Well, he, here's here's how uh, here, Luffy was just able to beat him because Crocodile's like a like a, a Dark Souls boss. Like even if you're not high enough level, uh, if you know the mechanics, you can win. Yes. So Luffy just figured out the mechanics, so he's able to beat Crocodile. Mm-hmm. Like Crocodile still like here shows he's still on par with like other ones. Luffy just got lucky. Yes. Like well, that's that's the thing but, too. It's like, like let's it shows Luffy's ability to think, not his brute strength. Yeah. Which is like some fights are about brute strength, and sometimes. I complain about it, but uh, yeah, the, the <laughs> fact that like so much time has passed, Luffy has second and third gear now. He could probably still, you know, uh, it would still be very hard for him to fight Crocodile now, and like Crocodile yeah. is still on the level of him and Jinbei. We'll learn in a little bit. Also, do you think uh, if if Crocodile was fighting Frankie, he could drain the cola out of his system? Fuck, <laughs> fuck, that's so funny. <laughs> Also, yeah, probably. <laughs> it's very interesting that we have uh, Crocodile here, who like drains the moisture out of things, turns it to sand, and you and controls sand. And then Jinbei, who like can fight with water and like <laughs> is all about water. Um, and yeah, so a little ahead of it, but eventually, basically, it's like yeah, Luffy has two fucking ex warlords fighting alongside him now, and that's fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, how did we get here? Like, God, I fucking love Impel Down, dude. The, the actual fighting comes a little bit later. But we see, like, they, so they got out of level six. They're on their way up. We see uh, Ivankov fucking, I, Ivankov is, like, giving Bon Clay the adrenaline shot as well. They're like, all right, come on. You're coming with us. Let's do this shit. <laughs> yeah. And back on the Frozen Hell level, you know, Ivankov's, like, cheering everybody on. It's like, all right, the, the only way this is going to work is if we free as many people as we can on the way up. We have to make this like more and more chaotic as as, as possible. Grow our sizes. Yeah. Just everyone free everyone and keep moving up. And then they're like, Luffy's already gone. Luffy's already ahead of us. And like we like Luffy and also Crocodile <laughs> and Genpei with him. They're just forward. Yeah. We've seen other times where like Luffy, Zoro, and Sanji are like the big three, and they like show up and like own any particular situation but like seeing luffy yeah. like roll up with like jinbei and crocodile <laughs> as his fucking posse is just so cool and like it it's earned is what's crazy yeah. it's like it, impel down works <laughs> uh but yeah so they're up on level four the um the the hot level which is where we ended things last time <laughs> as well that it's i don't know it's where a lot of fights happen i guess and uh, Hannibal is, like, trying to get everyone to go there. All of his leaders, so, like, Sadie and um, whatever the fuck that kid was named. I don't remember. <laughs> but uh, all, all of the, basically all of the staff is trying to stop them at level four. And really, really funny joke, actually, is uh, as they're leaving the frozen hell to catch up with Luffy, Bon Clay is just spinning too fast. He's like, I can't <laughs> stop myself. I've never gone this fast before. I'm going to die. And it's just very funny. And we cut outside. Ace is now on a boat. He's coming up on the gates of justice as he's leaving Impel Down. We know what that means. It's very terrifying. Yeah. That's another thing is that like this, this arc knows our familiarity with that um, and uses it, I think, very smartly. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Magellan's about to head back inside. He's done his job. He successfully got uh, Ace. He's like, at least I did this correctly. Ace is handed off right on time. Now I'm going to go squash this insurrection <laughs> inside. <laughs> uh, and he heads back. Um, Luffy Gang is on level four now. Jinbei shows off how fucking good he is at karate. <laughs> Fishman karate. Specifically Fishman karate. Um, how do you feel about... Uh, that like him showing off his power because it's like very slow and long how he like does his moves and like slowly the guards' bodies will start to contort. It's scary. It is. <laughs> he was a warlord. Very, like fist of the North Star. He's very strong, Jinbei. <laughs> um, he was a warlord. He's a big deal. <laughs> I was about to say something, but I don't know if it's no, no. We know that he. We know what his pirate crew was called, right? Yeah, the Sun Pirates. Okay, good. But say he was a Sun Pirate. I didn't want that to be a jarring <laughs> revelation for you. <laughs> uh, yes, he's a strong boy. My dad. So Hannibal is running downstairs now to meet them. Everyone's going to the same spot, except for Buggy and Galdino. <laughs> yep. I like how every time they cut back to Buggy and Galdino, it just shifts to the comedy-like circus music. What <laughs> 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 they're fucking doing. They're both clowns. Yeah, one more literally than the other. One God, they're a match made in heaven. Can you believe they didn't get introduced together because they are so good together? It's 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 so good because anytime I think it's funny that Buggy is is like a clown, I just think about how he gets mad when people point out his clown features. Yes. <laughs> So it's not like he does, he like tries to look like that. He just looks like that. He just looks like that. He's like, do you think I'd wear this nose if I had a choice? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So they're on, they're on level two now. They're hiding from some monsters, which I'm confident they could take at this point too. Yeah. (laughs) But they just choose not to. (laughs) They hide under this weird wall of, uh, of, of, uh, wax. Yeah. And this episode has one last thing before it ends and it's crocodile. Breaking out his boyfriend, Das Bones. <laughs> yeah. If you remember that he was here. He was set up yep. to be on level four. Could have forgotten <laughs> about it. Uh, and now Crocodile's like, hey, let's go. And he does. <laughs> we gotta get my boy. Gotta get my boy. And it's funny. It's funny to think that Crocodile would have someone like that. Yeah. That he's like, like, the way he treated everyone in Alabasta, including Miss All Sunday, who is now, you know, a straw hat and a, and, a, and Robin and our mom. Um, But like, the fact that, like, that character that we know as Crocodile would be like, yeah. I'm going to stop and get Das Bones out, and he, we're going to, we're going to, like, he's with me now. It's and Luffy, like, eventually, he'll meet Luffy, who he does not remember because he didn't fight him. Yeah. But I, I think it's just, he had the number one. It's not just that he was the strongest. Like, it's obviously he has some kind of, like, whether it's just through their good work partners, they have some kind of bond together. So he's like, yeah, I know he'll help us. We got to get him. It's very good. I, I don't know. I guess it's just interesting because, like, like it, it's not really apparent from Alabasta. Yeah. So for it to come back now and be like, yeah, no, despite how he was at Alabasta, we see that he gives a shit about Das Bones and knows yeah. that he's here and where he is and gets him. It's cool. <laughs> it's tiny little characterization moment. Also, yeah, we're going to see more Das Bones. Fuck yeah. His name's Das Bones. <laughs> All right. Four, four, four. I want to know how you felt when you saw the episode title, uh, Even More Chaos Blackbeard Teach Invades. 
<sighs> you know, because I know that you don't watch next time on so that you, you didn't know until you saw the episode title. Yeah. No. Uh, if I, cause, cause the service I, I, I use, if I want to watch like the next episode preview, I have to grab the remote. I have to like stop the, the playback. And then I have to wait a cup. A few minutes, I have to like skip through the like to be continued to get to it because otherwise it's just going to start playing the next episode, which because One Piece doesn't have an ending song, I think that's a good move for streaming service. I don't like them asking me to skip intros, but I do think it's good to like skip. Here's what's on the next episode because I'm just going to watch the next episode. Yeah. But like, um, you know, Blackbeard sure, uh, from what I can gather, he sure just does like to cause problems. He's a funny man. <laughs> What the fuck is going through that dude's head? Um, we already have the weird juxtaposition of like his introduction on Jaya, uh, where he's like an encouraging but like questionable yeah. force for Luffy. Yeah, he's just like, don't give up on your dreams. Yeah, pirates, pirate, being a pirate is all about dreaming and achieving that dream. And then you're like, oh wait, his dream might be bad. Maybe it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> What if Luffy was bad? <laughs> a little bit. So uh, right, a, right away, you know, that that's, that's going to come up at some point during this episode. And we'll get to it. But uh, the episode starts with uh, a level two riot now being started by Buggy and Galdino. Unbe- like, they're not aware of fucking Luffy or, or Ivan Kov or any no. of their plans. They're only doing their own shit. It's just, it's just all going to work out in the end. <laughs> So they're starting that riot. Uh, Luffy now has finally met up with Ivan Kov, and everyone on Luffy's side is now on level four at the same spot. Like, Ivan Kov gets there with Inazuma and their army of queers, and uh, Crocodile rejoins the group with Daz Bones, who Luffy doesn't remember. And then Ivan Kov shoots hormones into his head to make it really fucking big. Yep. <laughs> Why? <laughs> His head was already pretty big, and now he makes it bigger and, like, flattens an army with it. <laughs> I gotta say, it's great for the Warriors games, but... <laughs> yeah. Do, do you think uh, if he wasn't a pirate, he could he could be, like, a sports doctor and secretly give teams, like, a boost? You know, kind of like, instead of streaming growth, growth hormones, like, steroids, like, he could make, like, wrestlers more ripped. I mean, yes, absolutely. <laughs> what What if he was a wrestling manager and like when the ref was turned, he's like a heel manager, and when the ref is turned away, he like shoots up the well, his 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 guy with 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 hormones, and then he wins the wrestling match, mm-hmm. and then the crowd boos because the ref was dumb and didn't see it. Yeah, I've joked before in the podcast that um all of all of the characters in One Piece are trans because like <laughs> Nami and Robin's tits get bigger as time goes on, and <laughs> and um. Also, like a lot of the main, like a lot of the main men, just kind of get bigger and buffer as time goes on as well. <laughs> but I do wonder, like, is is it exclusively a back and forth binary, or like, what happens if Ivan Gov gives like the male hormones to Zoro or something? Like, what? Mm. Like, and, and I'm, I think the real answer is in like, I don't know, <laughs> it's whatever Zoro wants when he gets like stabbed. Like that's kind of how Ivan Gov pitches it. It just yeah, it's used exclusively on screen to force fem people so far. Um, <laughs> I think I've talked about this on the, on the podcast before, because I've talked about Ivan Cove's power in passing before. Yeah. But I think I've told you about like fan submitting questions. I mean, like what if they, 
force-femmed Luffy and uh, Trafalgar Law. Like, and then he drew the fan art. <laughs> Here's Horty Art. <laughs> yeah, and th- there's official figures of that shit now. Like, there's official <laughs> figures of uh, force-femmed <laughs> Luffy and um, and uh, Law, and it's they're pretty good figures, even though the tits are way like ridiculously big. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I just looked up Luffy. <laughs> I like I like Laws a lot. Um, just because it's the long, the long coat, I think just kind of works for that look. This, this Luffy thing is weird. Cause it's just like, they just, they, they made, they didn't do anything besides like make Luffy's face rounder and give Luffy big boobs. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, and like putting us in a suggestive pose, but yeah, like yeah. it's the, the, the way the Luffy figure is posed is so ridiculous. <laughs> Uncle, I can get this law figure for. Six hundred fifty-five dollars. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my Amazon suggestions are gonna be warped for a little while. Nope, oh, nope, oh, yep, they already are. <laughs> I'm using my mom's Amazon account, so this will be funnier. Oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This this figure's just naked. Great. <laughs> okay, well, let's end the podcast there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. Anyways, Eva's big fucking head. We cut to see Ace looking at the sky. Uh, I think he says something like he didn't think he'd ever see the sky again. Uh, the subtitle said, had the, like, military guy say this is going to be the last time you're going to see the sky. That might be it. I might be misremembering. But he looks at the sky. Uh, and we, we cut away to Marineford. We cut away to the, the Navy headquarters. And uh, bad news. Um, Sengoku hears. Sengoku gets some news that a that a marine ship is missing, heading to Impel Down, unauthorized. Also, Blackbeard is missing. <laughs> cool. Uh, and we see that that's exactly the case. Uh, Blackbeard arrives at Impel Down, and everyone's like, "Hey, hey, we know you're a warlord, but you're not allowed to be here." And he's like, "All right, cool." Uh, and wouldn't you know it, Blackbeard's little power that he has, uh, the whole the black hole thing. He can just waltz into fucking anywhere he wants to at any given point. Yeah. Uh, so so he just kind of like, you know, right click, like deletes the gate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, walks right in. Uh, I think Hannibal learns about this and like learns that like everyone has like, like, he's like, oh, uh, Blackbeard's broken in from the top and Luffy has returned with every missing prisoner that's ever gone missing <laughs> in an army. Also, a bunch of other people like Jinbei and Crocodile were broken out. They're all heading up on level four. Blackbeard's coming down from the top, and Hannibal just has like a panic attack, unable to handle so many different crises at once. And um, Magellan squashes the level two riot by murdering all of them. Yep. He's like, he's like I don't really want to do this, but he does. And uh, another thing he doesn't want to do but does is uh, release Shiryu. Mm-hmm. That'll go well. I'm sure. Oh yeah, surely. Um, but yeah. So he decides to release Shiryu, and um, he he does that specifically to handle Blackbeard. He's like, "I'm letting you go. Your job is to defeat Blackbeard now." Um, yeah. And Shiryu is like walks out of his cell, and then murders all the guards who released him. So surely that'll go great. <laughs> uh, two episodes left to discuss. Uh, four, four, five. Uh, Luffy gang is continuing to successfully release a shit ton of people. Uh, and at this point, also all these staff is getting to level four. So now that like 
the the big demon guards are there if you remember those big fucking assholes yeah things that look like imaginary friends <laughs> yeah and they're uh yeah sadie's down there she's technically in charge of them uh the blue gory are down there and that weird little kid who controls them is there and he plays uh, his the- fucking like staff as a flute <laughs> Yeah, no, it's the kid who he who in the issue of Shonen Jump he accidentally fell out of Soul Eater and landed in One Piece. <laughs> yeah, that's what I decided happens. about him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just like accidentally was drawn on the wrong page and I just kept going with it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so they're there. Um, I actually love this. I think the sequence is very funny because like this big team uh, of like characters that we'll never see again are like, no, Luffy <laughs> will handle the demon guards, and uh, so so you can run ahead. And Luffy just watches them lose. Like he, d- yeah. <laughs> he doesn't run ahead. He watches they fail, and then Luffy, Jinbei, and Crocodile each take out one demon guard. <laughs> and it's cool. It's I like seeing all three of those people fight. But uh, Buggy, Buggy continues to fail upwards, constantly. He all of his successes are accidental, but especially here, he like is like, oh yeah. Like, they get trapped behind a poison wall. And he's like, uh, uh, I don't know, why don't you try wax? That's helped us all the other times. And then it blocks off the poison. They're like, oh, good. Bucky's a genius. And uh, he tries to do, uh, they, they like, crowd him and, like, beg him to, to help with, the like, getting them out of there. And I think he says, I can't handle this in the dub. And Mr. Three mishears that as candle fist. And he's like, yeah. I don't know what the subtitles would have said, but or how that joke would have played in Japanese to begin with, but uh, that's they tried that. They're like, all right, sure, I'll yeah, lock my, I'll shoot my hand off like a pistol, and you can lock it in in wax. And uh, surprise, it doesn't fucking do anything. No, <laughs> it just kind of gets absorbed into the poison. He <laughs> has to fish his hand out of it, and then he burns his ass on poison, which is great. Uh, very funny, and we do see a little bit of his butt hanging out afterwards. <laughs> yep. Um, and he, yeah, and then we'll we'll check back on them later. But um, so Blackbeard is making his way downtown, walking fast, faces past. He's he's jailbound. I think this is on level one. I would assume where he's he's still there, and Shiryu meets him there. Yeah. How does this scene go? I've already forgotten. I really I just wrote down that. Shiryu meets Blackbeard. That's I, I didn't I don't remember really seeing anything besides that they they met and then we don't see anything else. Great, cool. All right, mm-hmm. well they met up, so surely that's handled then. Yeah, no more Blackbeard. Crazy. No, no more Blackbeard. It's great. Uh, Magellan is on his way down to level four. He's sweating poison. Ivankov shows off a new move, in which he injects himself he force fims himself his body drastically changes oh god and that's how he fights sadie he decides to make it he decides to fight sadie girl on girl as how he describes it which is questionable to say the least but yeah he does it He, he gives himself the the one piece hot lady design that uh oh the 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 upside down triangle with circles in front yep that <laughs> was even given to an old woman. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing that happened. You know, the 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 design is fine for the most part, except they decided to keep uh to give him a weird chin. 
Yeah, the facial features are mostly like the same on a small. Like they're changed, but not like not as drastically as like a lot of the like the guards that were changed were. Yeah, it's still it yeah, has, it's still very it much like. A, like they I have God. like the 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 they, it looks like it was like drawing the face. And then they're like, oh, wait, they got to have a noticeable chin. So they just threw, like, a square at the chin part. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish they went fucking all the way and were just like, yeah, we're just going to draw this like we would Nami or something. <laughs> yeah, um, we're just going to have a hot lady. Yeah, it's fine or whatever. It's mostly <laughs> insignificant part of all the action going on. But it happens. And uh, Luffy is finally reaching this next door to go up to the next level. Uh, and is stopped. The gate starts to open on its own, and we're like, oh shit, the fuck is happening? And it's, oh, it's just Hannibal. Oh, okay, well, I guess this will be fine then. <laughs> and uh, our next episode, 446, our last episode of uh, of this um, podcast episode, is, uh, it picks up right there. Inazuma explains who Hannibal is. This is the first time Luffy's seen this motherfucker. Uh, and it's like, Oh, uh, yeah, he's the vice warden. The guards are still like, is this an imposter? He's trying really hard to actually <laughs> do his job. This is, uh, the, the, the dub called it Serious Hannibal. But he has a cool sword that has a name yeah. I've already forgotten. Oh, it's like the Bloodsucker or something. But he does a funny dance and it catches on fire. And Luffy goes second gear and flattens him and the fight's basically over. Which is very funny on its own. Uh, yeah. that, and then a lot of this episode is dedicated to Hannibal getting up and trying again. It's, <laughs> it's, he, he, his, it's a lot like any given Usopp fight, yeah. but I don't care as much. No, he, he just, he, he remembers, oh fuck. Remember when I got tricked by, by a, a, a hot pirate cause I was horny. Um, yeah, he. He thinks back on times that Magellan was like, I mean, cleaning up after him, which is the, the, yeah. the case. But like, he 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 remembers a day back when he respected and appreciated the of Magellan like cleaning up after him. Yeah. Yes, including the time that a, a, a hot lady pirate uh, beat the shit out of him because he of all people was assigned on like strip searching <laughs> someone. Yeah. And yeah, Magellan comes in and, and stops her because uh, he's made of poison. And uh, presumably finds nothing attractive. <laughs> With such a weak constitution, how could you have room in your life for sex? Yep. Uh, but yeah, so Hannibal, you know, laments how useless he is. Magellan is on his way down in the elevator as well. And yeah, so it's just a lot of him getting back up. Luffy flattens him. We check back in on Buggy, who tried insulting Magellan through the poison wall until he eventually removed it. <laughs> we obviously know Magellan is nowhere fucking near them, uh, but he gives up insulting him and decides to go pee. <laughs> yeah, this is so ridiculous. This is, this is a like... vital plot point that he's like, he's like, I'm going to go use the bathroom. And everyone's like, I don't even remember what the joke is, but like, I just remember the punchline of Buggy saying, Nope, I just have to piss. Yeah, that's what that's what it was. Is like, oh no, did the poison give you diarrhea? Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's the joke. Because Aha. because they 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 always see that Magellan has to shit all the time. So. He does. He does have to shit all the time. It's this whole thing. <laughs> I I like how Buggy's just like, 
well, I can't, I can't say I don't know what to do because all these guys think I'm cool. So I'm just gonna hope something happens. I'm just gonna go kill time by pissing, and and like and like he does that, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, that's a good idea." None of us have pissed in so long, which is like, you know, yeah, I guess it's funny when pieces of media address the fact that nobody uses the bathroom in media. I don't know. I don't think I don't even think it was that deep. I don't know. It's like a little funny when it's like, oh, yeah, I guess it's been a really long time since any of us have used the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so they go to do that. And they piss for a long time. Communally. All in a line. Yep. And while they're doing that, Blackbeard goes through level two and uh, destroys and, like, th- removes all of the poison with his power. Because he could just do that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we, we, we cut back to Bucky, who is still pissing. Everyone has stopped for a while. And they're like, how is he still pissing? And he's just literally trying to go as long as possible um, until he has an idea or something happens. And it works because someone shows up and says, Bucky, the wall's gone. You know, when he goes back and sees the wall is actually gone, the poison is gone. uh, Bucky's like, I guess my plan worked. I guess all my insults finally got through to Magellan. I'm a genius and all of you should follow me, Captain Buggy. So yet again, (laughs) Buggy (laughs) manages to fail upwards. That's our king. And that's, I think, the last we're going to see of them in this episode. Yeah. So we cut back into Luffy, who's still just beating the shit out of Hannibal. Hannibal's like, I have to stand strong. And, like, you know, it's like there's, there's so many people in between Luffy and, and getting out of this prison. Um, oh, whoops, hold on. Wait, they're all being sucked up into a black hole. That's bad. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, so Hannibal's like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, and like, um, wouldn't you know it? It's Blackbeard. Blackbeard has now reached level four. Uh, Luffy's like, I recognize that face. He's, I met him in Jaya. He's the funny man. Who, He's the funny who, man. Who gave me life advice. He ate a lot of pie. Ha ha. <laughs> uh, Marshall D. Teach has arrived and flattened all of the, the guards. I don't even, I guess Hannibal as well. I don't even fucking remember what happens to Hannibal after Teach shows up. Yeah, he just kind of fucks off. Going to the side. Yeah. Um, so Luffy's like, I recognize that face. And Jinbei says, why are you here? Like, Jinbei hates this dude. He already has beef. For a second, I was wondering why. And then I remembered how he became a warlord. <laughs> and uh, he's like, what are you doing here, Marshall Teach? Or it's like, or do you only answer to Blackbeard now? And like, Luffy twitches. And pieces it all together. And is like, wait, the big laughing man from Jaya is Blackbeard? He's the whole reason we're here? Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's like, wait, I remember you. I've heard bad things about Blackbeard. Ace talked about chasing Blackbeard in in Alabasta. And now I learned that, you know, you're the reason that he is in prison and being executed. So you could be a warlord. And what the fuck? Uh, Luffy's very angry. Sure is. And uh, just a really fucking, you know, cherry on top is Blackbeard saying, yeah, you know, I was going to kill you. I was going to come kill you and offer you to the to the government uh, to become a warlord. But I told that to Ace when he caught up with me. And, um, you know, really, he's on the line now instead of you. So he's really he's dying to protect you, which is like obviously spurring on Luffy and pissing him off. And I'm like, well, Ace would have fought Blackbeard anyway, but, um, yeah, he, you know, learning that they were brothers, he's, he's weaponizing that information. He's, he's getting a real fight out of Ace that way. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, because, like, yeah, I mean, Ace was chasing down Blackbeard anyway, but it's very different when he's, like, fighting to, like, he's, like, knowing that Luffy is on the line now. Yeah. So, Luffy's piecing this together, we get some flashbacks, we learn that he's protecting, like, Ace fought him protecting Luffy, and Luffy's like, alright, well, shit, fuck you. <laughs> uh, he, he works himself up into that second gear, throws a real big punch, knocks back Blackbeard, and that's the cliffhanger because I'm very mean to my good friend Jory. <laughs> and I pick all these the wet episodes we stop at. Yeah. Great. How do you... Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, <laughs> obviously. So we we always save our predictions of what happened, or your predictions, I should say. Uh, at the end of the episode, after our plugs, Jory will predict what happens next time. One hundred percent accuracy. I haven't been wrong yet. You've never been wrong. It's always been completely <laughs> right. But I, I, you know, before we get into that, how do you feel about this section? Where? How are you feeling? Where are you at? This cliffhanger. What the fuck happened to Sure You? Uh, <laughs> you know. Everything just keeps happening all the time in the oh, land of One Piece. Sure, <laughs> fucking does. That's that's what this is. Stuff just keeps happening. We it's, uh, are watching One Piece. We're we we. I mean, you know, when we started at Saba Odi, I was like, we're on a track for a while. <laughs> um, and I'm still right. We still are on a track for a while. And everyone said that they needed that track to go faster, which is why. <laughs> We now have we're now doing two episodes a month starting next month, uh. But yeah, so yeah, it's, it's what like is that is that the your blanket statement is it just keeps happening like you falling down <laughs> yeah. the stairs in Sweet Bro and Hello Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's uh it's like falling down the stairs in Sweet Bro and Hello Jeff, but it's also the endless staircase from Mario sixty four. <laughs> or like, <laughs> has someone made that edit? Hold on, fucking, I gotta fucking. <laughs> Mario, I'm just gonna put Mario 64. It keeps happening. Yes. Okay. Good. There's a YouTube video of okay, just cool. of just. Oh man, this is a piece of art. God fucking bless. I told you. I warned you about stairs. Um, <laughs> this is yeah. This is on loop in my brain for the rest of my life. Uh, well, that's it then. Shit. Um, because <laughs> you know, it, it's just like stuff keeps happening. They're not. Stuff just isn't satisfied. It's just <laughs> they get to something, and then like it's like, oh fuck, he's gonna he's gonna get to Ace's cell. And he's gonna fight this guy. Nope, they're already getting on a boat. <laughs> like, and, and how does that like? How does that line up with what you actually expected? Like, you know, y- you make your extremely accurate, one hundred percent real and true <laughs> predictions each episode. But um, yeah, like how like did you think? Like, did you think that Ace was going to get? Did you genuinely feel deep down in your heart that Luffy was going to get to Ace while in and fell down? Sort of. Uh, okay, I was going to say, like, had it crossed your mind? Like, re- really, where were you in, like, this lining up to your expectations? Because, like I said before, Impel Down, I think, as an arc, kind of plays with the traditional expectations of Shonen and One Piece in particular, with, like, being like, oh, they're going to get together, and, oh, wait, hold on. Just, it, just missed them. I, I- I figure there'll be some there'll be some kind of reunion, but it's not going to be it, uh, the circumstances already aren't good, and I know it's not just going to be like we got Ace. Let's go to the, let's go to the where the One Piece is. Like, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't think it's just, I don't expect it to just like keep like changing. 
<laughs> what mm-hmm. the fuck's happening each time? Yeah, yeah, it's like a, a lot of rugs being pulled out from under um, yeah. a, a Luffy uh, on this on this wild trip. And that's the thing, like, it's, uh, it, it's such this weird, like, side story. Like, how long has it been since Luffy was coincidentally shot off of Saba Odi? And it's just yeah. like, Ace is everything now. Yeah. We we went on that track for so long that it kind of feels normal that Luffy is throwing all caution to the wind and running towards Ace and going to Marineford. But, like, this show used to be about a group of pirates. Yeah. There are people in my hallway of my apartment yelling. I think they agree with me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they miss Zoro. He's just like a samurai. He is just like a samurai. Yeah, it's like, uh, I mean, there's another episode of, like, catching up with the Straw Hats uh, comment, but which we already alluded to the last time we did it with Andrew. But uh, it is, like, you go a long stretch of time where you don't see a lot of Straw Hats. <laughs> it's kind of neat. Yeah. That it, and it you, works. You, you only see them in the opening and in the eye catches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird how, like, they, a lot of times the eye catches will be tailored to whatever is happening in the episode. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do, you know, this is a Frankie episode, or we're on a Frankie moment right now, we'll use Frankies. But now it's like, might as well just be fucking on random because it's always Luffy, and there's no eye catches for Buggy. There's no eye catches for fucking Jinbei. No, that'd be that'd be great if it was like <laughs> they have the eye catches, but they have poorly photoshopped over just Buggy's like head <laughs> pasted over them. <laughs> I would love that. Someone make that for me, please. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get into our plugs now. Uh, I'll, I'll say up top again, just like a thank you for the for hitting that Patreon goal, of doing two a yeah. month, and uh, also just. I, I hope y'all can bear with us that we're we're doing it. Mm, we're starting it next month, uh, so that way we can reliably do it and not be. We hit it like the first of this month. Yes, <laughs> we hit it like at the very end of June, and I was like, "Oh fuck, we don't have a buffer." <laughs> yeah. So that's our July now. Is getting that buffer together. So this is our one July episode, and then August, uh, we're gonna finish Impel Down. Um, I'm gonna post our schedule on the Patreon as well to patrons so y'all can just see like which episodes have blocked off and like when exactly i think i I know before i had said the time skip was going to happen in like march of next year um but now it's in this year so lots to look forward to um and obviously we will keep that up as long as we are above 100 and uh i'm sure uh y'all can understand that i appreciate everyone of our patrons and uh, i'm gonna say their names now uh you can you can back us on patreon and get these episodes early um, as well as our bonus episodes, everything is at the one dollar level at this time, and that's at Patreon.com/slash. We are watching OP, the letters O and P, which stands for One Piece. Uh, but thank you to our patrons for July: uh, Becca, Vatike, Eric V, Stephen, Captain Moki, Marcus, Deus Equus, which I is hard to say, uh, <laughs> Ashok, Tyler, James Ziz. Hope I said that right. Morgan, Jackson, Riley, Chad, Stella, Lucas, Cat, Damien, Clueless Wanderer, Andrew, Stephen, Martin, Cat, a second cat, two cats on this list, uh, Adam, Peter, and Jay Harkins. I got so used to doing it in a certain order, and this time the order's different. I don't know why the list is like organized differently, and it really threw me off. I was like, wait, I thought the cats were next to each other, and then they're not. 
but thank you so much to everyone who supports us on Patreon. Thank you to um, uh, you know getting us to that uh, that goal out of nowhere. We did not expect it to come when it did, um, but we're going with it. We're rolling with it. Um, we're making it happen. Um, much like Sweet Bro and Hello Jeff, we are making it happen. <laughs> we're doing. We're this. we're doing this. Um, but uh, yeah, just bear with us to to take a month to get there, and uh, it'll be worth it because we'll get to Marineford much sooner. But I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and I don't, you know, as you can tell from this episode, I don't predict them getting any shorter. Uh, so <laughs> it's just a matter of like getting ahead of it, having a buffer and having a, uh, a schedule of like watching stuff and recording stuff. And, and, uh, yeah, our July episode of the Patreon will probably be us ranking the first 12 openings that we've seen up to this point. Um, which is much like our Boa Hancock episode, something that we can return to at a later point. <laughs> so That'll be up there uh, maybe before this. I don't know. Really depends. All that being said, uh, Jory, where could people find you mm-hmm. on social media? Uh, you're private, actually, right now on Twitter. but <laughs> uh, I'll probably be unlocked by the time this goes up. Currently uh, hiding. Um, <laughs> but I don't want to incriminate myself on a podcast. I think, uh, I think, I think you already have. <laughs> that's true. Uh <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at, at no, I'm Jory. Uh, if you follow uh, Joe with Podcast First and I see a follow request and I haven't unlocked, I'll understand why you're following me, so I'll just accept it if I'm not unlocked by then. I, I've been unemployed for months, so it's just bad content on there at this point. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm not too exhausted from uh, the horrors of capitalism to keep the hor- my uh, the bad content in my brain. Mm-hmm. So now it's just out in the open and everyone has to deal with that. Yeah, and you. I mean, we 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 call Robin Murder Mommy a lot on this podcast. A little bit less since she's not been on screen. But then Boa Hancock showed up. So <laughs> you know, I don't have when when it comes to TV shows. I what's the uh, how, I don't have object permanence when it comes to like characters. Mm. So like if they don't if I don't see them, like how do I know they exist? And that's why they're as in the opening every week. <laughs> was it, yeah, like if they didn't show Robin, I just wouldn't know there's been a there's a Nico Robin who uh who had a very emotional arc. But thankfully they remind me. Every yeah, all the time. I mean that that is partly why like there are recaps at the beginning of every episode is um is to hey, I know it's been a week. Or hey, I know this plot line happened years ago. Well, that's great. Uh, you can follow myself on social media, uh, Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J. Oh, although I don't use my Twitter a ton anymore, but uh, you can see me posting about uh, the other shows that I do currently, which is uh, Got It Memorized, my Kingdom Hearts show, which is current. Well, used to cover Kingdom Hearts, is currently doing Final Fantasy X. Uh, and also Nervous Rex, a uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion podcast. Much like this podcast, I am rewatching something as I, I drag people through to watch it for the first time, my friend Chris, and we're currently covering the rebuild of Evangelion films. Uh, we're about to record uh, our episode on 3.0. Our episode on 2.0 was very good that we just did a bit ago. And uh, after that, we're going to do Shin Godzilla, which uh, we're planning on Jory to join us for. I'm looking forward to that. And then we're going to be on hiatus until eventually the fourth rebuild film comes out. Um, but a lot of, a lot of great conversations about animation and filmmaking over on that there podcast, nervous Rex. You can follow this podcast on Twitter at we are watching OP is the handle. Uh, we already said our Patreon, patreon.com slash we are watching OP. It's also in the, uh, show notes of every episode. I think that's it, which means jewelry. 
that it is time for your uh your your predictions for the the next several episodes of this anime and the next episode of this podcast and uh you know you've never missed so don't start now he punched blackbeard uh blackbeard's dead (laughs) (laughs) i knew you were gonna say that blackbeard's dead now (laughs) um and the government isn't gonna be able to cover it up this time like with uh moria like so they'll be like ah fuck we gotta find a new warlord so it's gonna be Luffy because it's like being a Highlander, like he or like with other Jories, you know. There can only be only one person can have it, so he's gonna take that spot. And then Luffy's a warlord, <laughs> and he's gonna he's gonna use his sway with the government to get them to uh, pardon Ace in six hours. He has six hours to do this. Yes, I'm very excited to see this play out. As far as I'm aware, there isn't like a delay with transponder snails at all, so. That's true. What if One Piece had time zones? Would that be fucked up or what? <laughs> oh no, I never even thought about that. <laughs> Me neither. Here's the thing with Me here's neither. What I just assume there's any slobby is just daylight all the time. I'd assume each fucking like island has its own time zone. They have their own gravitational pull. They're gonna have their own time zone. The time axis. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's it for this episode of We Are Watching one piece uh so we'll see you uh next month uh for the 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 last impel down episode we we broke it into thirds um so uh we'll see all of jory's uh predictions come perfectly true uh it never misses um and um yeah i'm excited to see how uh you know see you and uh magellan fit into it <laughs> um yeah. so uh we'll be back uh next time and until then Continue. As you get closer, you notice that there's like almost like a heat wave effect, that sort of like wobbly mm. stuff in your yeah, vision. I could, just, I could just touch it. I mean, you don't want me to touch it? I could touch it. You could just touch it. Well, let's touch it together. Oh, we do rock, paper, scissors? Let's do rock, paper, scissors. Okay, ready? One, two, and then I touch it. <laughs> that was a clip from very random encounters an rpg actual play podcast where we randomly determine as many details as possible every season is a completely new story so we recommend starting off with the first episode of whatever season we're currently running once you realize it's your new favorite show you can dig into the backlog and enjoy stories of strong alien women communist superheroes transgender skeletons and other things that will scare your conservative uncle that's very random encounters find it at www.vre.com show or in the usual places. Very random encounters.